Blog Talk Radio. The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to 
sharp, man, it's so soft. Don't be thrown off any Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. For everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are.
take the power, put it in your hands, and do that for us. All right? So what we're going to do real quick while we wait for my co-hosts to uh, call in is we're going to go to one more song, a little something to warm up the night. You know what I mean? I'm sure that uh, I don't know everybody is spread out, but uh, I know that there's uh, I know the sun, that sun is that raw, shining. You know what I mean? If it's anything, New York is really not really hot out here. Um, I don't know. It was like 50-something degrees. But just the spirit of spring, the newness, the opportunities, the windows that have been opening up, so much has been going on. I think in the last three days or the last week, rather, so more has happened for me opening up and blossoming. It really happened in the last two months. So if that's any indication to uh what I'm seeing is if that's any indication of what the family is experiencing and going through, I just want to say I shake, you know what I mean? That's a good look. So, um, you know, we're just going to get into that mood tonight. All right? So we're going to go ahead and play this cut by the uh, rap group by the name of the Underachievers. These are some young guards out of New York City. All right? They are some of the leaders of what they call the Beast Coast. That's the movement. When you hear the Beast Coast, you know that that's consciousness. That's that's a that's a a, a, um, a masking word for consciousness. You know what I mean? It's washing up like the shores of, shores of Sandy right now, and they're taking the uh, hip hop game by storm. You know what I mean? So they're they're talking about this golden era returning to hip hop, and these brothers are drinking from the same pool of knowledge that we're drinking from. So I want to introduce you to them. All right, we'll be right back. In a motherfucking studio, stick go. When a nigga hit this flow, you think we float? No, he doesn't my boat style. These are when I hit good smoke. Got about a light, nigga, keep your tongue. Third eye sharp like a motherfucking hawk. Heart stay metal like a fucking metal log. Better play smart when you get eaten by sharks, nigga. Into the game, know what's up. Little bit of fame, little bit of drugs. Shorty, see the chains ain't laying in the guts. We don't play you, A, that's a smoking sense. I sense in your memory, mentally. Every day for the means of justice, trust. Be the reason why I say fuck this, fuck this. And every my mind, I'm a push. I'm smoking up on my herb shuttles. Elevated, nigga. That's the motto Floating up with nigga Lip throttle That pink Moscato She drank the bottle Knowledge nigga Crown the kings Got the wisdom from the light Like Socrates When about that life Nigga drop to your knees In the presence of a motherfucking legend My G, G. I'm a legend my G Be so flowing Sour D so potent Got my three eyes open Pino red I'm swollen As your planes are floating God damn it I'm free I be God please You are not in my league Got the spirit of a side of honor I be ever free Red stars on my bars Red stars on my leash You pay elevate Be the fuck in the beast Earth shuttles I'm getting high In the solar nigga Fuck the skies Beast coast We own the we resurrected from out your mind Nigga, from out your mind Motherfucker, then they good cause they living lies Oh, oh, you living lies While we kill these niggas, we ain't even trying Bow down to the pharaoh Only got time for that good shit in my cash flow You ain't nigga safe souls Make the dreams with the motherfucking half so burn slow Kick back out on pesos Do my mind a little different so my motherfucking brain grow Two L's when I take off You ain't about that life Get your mind up, time's up, elevate You little niggas elevate I'm on my shit like toilets You ain't gang banging shit Like shit throwing tantrums Motherfuckers can't hang with us It's like ten like thunder and rain Fuck America, new world for them rain It's like ten like thunder and rain Fuck America this that indigo anthem, fly like passports, no randoms. Searching for that 
purpose, merge with Little bit of peace of mind on this earth, bitch Earth shifts of a kind Esoteric tattoos, mad Jews, cash rules, nothing to the blind I'm on another plateau, can't most get the cash ghost How I rose to reckon it's time Climb to the top of a mountain, top of your dream, chop, chop Then you find a fountain, a gleam, swear not You don't need a pocket of green, just a gold in your heart And you rise, supreme king, like James V. Gamer, receive ring Metaphor for the law, and I'm in a plot Chop jaws when the holy cross, like stream, nigga, all aboard The world's yours, so I puff the earth and levitate Leaving my life for God, I got faith Y'all niggas thinking to make it all bait Flatbush, beast coast, nigga, all day All about peace and love, of course, knowledge Spread our own beef, they loving it, cause I'm gossip Ever since a kid, I never was one of gossip So watch how you talking when you talking to them prophets, nigga Even though we do a ton of things 
you know, even though we uh, carry a lot of the a lot of the community on our shoulders, we still need the assistance. You feel me? We still need the assistance of everybody that's around us because this thing is it's a network. It's a machine. You know, um, nothing could be done. I, I thought it could be, and I'm here to confess. Like I thought I could do this by myself, and it is impossible to do something of such a large caliber and an enormity by yourself. You got to remember, we're talking about, you know, waking up and uplifting mil- millions, if not billions, of people. Okay, that's that's the you know that's the covenant right there. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's the mission statement. And if anybody has the audacity to think that they could do it by themselves or just with them and they, they, they whiz or, you know, them and their little crew and whatnot, then, you know, I got a bridge over there in Brooklyn that I can sell you for a few stacks, you know, a few bands and whatnot. You could get to walk over it once you buy it. And, um, you know, that's not how, this, how it goes. It's all about teamwork, you know what I mean? Check out the finals that's going on right now. There's no one player on the court. There's just the team. There's teamwork. Everybody's working together. Everybody knows their position. The center is not playing the shooting guard's role, and the power forward is not trying to play the center's role. Everybody is working the field. They're working at floor the way that it's supposed to be worked. Shout out to the Knicks. Huh? And, um, you know, this brother opened up a situation for me this weekend to um, uh, work with him as he was doing the video. Now, he was telling me about the video for a few weeks or whatnot, and I'm going to keep it a 1,000. I really didn't pay 100% to what, what was being said. I didn't, I didn't like, you know, grasp the whole concept. And what happened was he got tagged or he got, you know, chosen to do a video for a jazz musician. Now, the jazz musician is a Spaniard, all right, a Spaniard from Madrid, Spain. It's very interesting that, you know, we would wind up linking up with a Spaniard from Madrid, Spain after doing that monumental show with uh, Peter Moon and Rick Smith. Shout out to them. You know what I mean? That part two is coming up very, very soon because they didn't even get to completely bust their gun. They probably got like two shots off. All right? So, uh, you know, these uh, this, this, this jazz musician who goes by the name of Miguel Angel, okay, Google him, he came out with a CD, and he actually lived in Harlem in the 80s, from 86 all the way up to, like, in the 90s, the early 90s, and then he went back to Madrid, Spain, so he tapped a Harlem legend, all right, and this is where our plug came in, a brother by the name of Greg Bandy, the brother Turtle Gang knows his son, Greg Bandy is a Harlem jazz legend, a drummer, Greg Bandy. Okay, like Sandy, Bandy, you could Google him too. My pop said he knew who he was, so he must be a legend. And um, we were able to do a song. We did, he and, and Greg Bandy has a song called The Mayor of Harlem that's featured on the CD from the jazz musician Miguel Angel. And we shot, uh, we did a three-day shoot in Harlem and other places in Harlem. It's basically, you know, Greg Bandy is singing, I might even try to let me see if I can upload it for the family see so I can hear it. But to make a long story short, it's going down, okay? The video, we, we put that in the body bag. You know what I'm saying? It was very interesting.
interesting for me to cut my teeth. I've done many video work before, but I never did a music, a complete music video, you know what I'm saying, a three-day shoot, things like that. This was just, you know, me taking it to the next level. They say that if you do something in your life that you love, that it's not work, okay? And I'm finding out that I'm loving, you know, this whole film thing. This 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 film thing is something that I love to do. I've always loved doing it, and I'm really beginning to see that uh, that may be my calling right there, you know what I'm saying, doing these movies, you know, because, come on, family, like, we got to, you know, we got to capture the game. We got to capture what's going on. We have to capture the lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? We have to take with Hidden Colors, what Tariq Nashi did, and take it to a whole nother level because he set the stage, you know what I mean? I'm here to say that. Like, he definitely raised the ball, and, um, it's just on a popping, you know what I mean? Like, just look forward to KTL Live from Spain, you know, small things, KTL Live from the Alhambra, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't really want to get too much in it, but um, there's a lot of things going on. So that was a beautiful weekend, you know what I mean? Um, it was wonderful, uh, and I definitely want to give thanks to the brother. I look forward to everything that's coming up in the future between us. Uh, Brother Blue, if you are on the call, do me a favor and press one so we could get you in here. Um, I did not make the uh, Makiba Judge lecture. If anybody's in the chat room that made it to the Makiba Judge lecture, then just drop uh, some information in the chat room and we'll share that with the family on how it went. But I definitely know that it was a blockbuster. I know it was monumental information that was shared and dispersed if there was any indication when she came on the show what she's going to be talking about, then I know that was very, very, very interesting. You know what I'm saying? Because she definitely, uh, she uh, brought her A game. She brought her A game to the show. That was last Tuesday, I believe. Or was it? Yeah, I believe that was last Tuesday. All right, shout out to Makiba Judge. Um... Once again, we're still waiting to hear from Blog Talk about the status of that show, but don't worry, fret not. If there's an issue about them not not capturing that show, we're actually going to do that again. We're going to do that show all over again with that information because she was talking about STDs and SIDs, and that is something that everybody needs to hear, as uncomfortable as it may be, because I went and took a shower for like an hour after I got off the phone with that show and I deleted, like, 30 people off of my Instagram that was showing too much booty because it was just, I don't know, you know? It just kind of, like, made me aware of what's really going on out there, and I don't want none. I don't want no parts of that. <laughs> Not at all. But um, I don't know. I see that we have some hands up in the call queue. I won't, I'm going to go ahead and open up one of these lines. There's a caller from the... Uh, Oh, yeah, and before we even begin our episode tonight, how silly of me, I want to say, I want to give a special, special, special shout-out and a special thanks to my brother, Talik Bay. all right? This is my brother out of Texas, all right? Um, he is responsible for the show tonight. What do you mean, Red? What do you mean he's responsible? I would say that he's responsible because when I was in his house, 
in Houston, Texas. This was about, I don't know, two months ago. Felt like yesterday. It was about two months ago. We was building, you know what I'm saying? We was chopping it up. This queen was cooking dinner. My queen was in there helping her. And the brother was like, yo, I need you to hear this show that I got in my archives that I've been listening to nonstop. And it was a show that Eileen Bay did with Azariah on his network because Eileen Bay has a blog talk radio as well. And it was a show that they did that um, I think it came on like 12 at twelve midnight or 1 in the morning on Eileen's show. And it was like three hours with him and Eileen going all the way in. When I say all the way in, family, I'm talking about like we had to take breaks from the show, get our minds right and come back because – it was just too much. But, um, you know, when when I heard that show, it was like it, it became part of my bucket list. I was like, nah, I need to have these brothers on the show, you know what I'm saying, because this is some legendary shit right here. You know what I mean? And um, tonight we made that a reality. So we are definitely in for a treat. Um, just a little bit forewarning or forecasting. I'm not 100% sure, but, you know, Brother Azariah, you know what I'm saying, for the family that may have the little ones listening to the show, you know, we do understand the fact that we have elders and we have the youth tuning in. So we're taking it upon ourselves to um, be very very much more responsible with the profanity and language, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't just curse, you know what I'm saying, because that's just something cute to do. If you knew all of the stuff that each one of us have on our minds some of the times, some of the things that we go through every other day, you know, a little uh, S-bomb or whatever, it's just a, a little bit of relief, you know what I mean, when you're just talking sometimes. But we do understand that, you know, the show is like, it's, it's getting real big, you know what I'm saying? It's getting there. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to try to control the language and things of that nature. It's not going to be all foul or anything, but... You know, as Raya like saying, Mother Flower a lot. <laughs> but it's all good, though. All right? But I see that we reached the 930 mark, so that only means that it's about time to start doing the damn thing. All right? Uh, as Azir, brother Azariah, if you are in the call queue, do me a favor and uh, raise your hand, press 1, so we'll bring you in. I know Brother Aleem is going to come on after the 10 o'clock hour, all right? But um, before I even do that, I want to go ahead and see if who this caller is from the 214, all right? So caller from the 214-505, peace. Peace, peace, Mr. Anderson here. Oh, stop playing. (laughs) Mr. Anderson? Mr. Anderson. Back from a long back from a long winter. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Anderson. Yeah, I I wrote you in a rhyme the other day. Please believe it. I had to I had to throw you in the rhyme. I forgot how it exactly goes, but I was saying something about y'all could dish all the dirt y'all wanted us. We got Mr. Anderson in the Matrix. He'll turn that into black gold. <laughs> Please believe it. I had to come out with the moon. I had to come What's out with the moon. you, man? Life is good. I'm still holding it down in the A. 
you know, I had to had to just hibernate for a little bit in the winter and get myself together so that we can keep Yo, growing, bro. I, I thought it was just me, man. Like I told, I had to tell somebody the other day. They was like, you know, trying to question me about my winter movements. I was like, dude, like I don't know if you, I don't know how in line with the cosmos you are. My shit is so in line with the seasons that I'm really on my polar bear. Like, I'm on my grizzly bear. Like, in the wintertime, I hibernate. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not about doing too much. I'm not trying to do a lot of things. I don't really do much. I sleep a lot, and I just recharge because I'm I'm, I'm a solar being. I can't get right, around right. that. I don't care how many sun melons I eat. I'm a solar being, and... The grid, just to, just being on that grid, that summertime grid, that springtime grid. I talked about all kind of doors opening up just in the last week. Stuff that was never even thought of during the winter. You know what I'm saying? Things that just coming. I'm seeing. I'm bumping into people. Doors are opening up. The spirit of New York is just vibrant. It's bustling. And I'm like, it's because of the season, y'all. Don't you know? Don't kill yourself. Don't push yourself too fast. Like. You know, go hard when it's the right time to go hard because you could burn yourself out. Well, you gotta you gotta let your roots you gotta let your roots observe ab- absorb some of that nutrition down underground. So you can't always be on top of the ground, you know, doing your thing. You gotta as above so below. You gotta work on that below sometimes. Word, you ain't never yeah. lie, bro. But, you know, it seemed like yesterday, like you said, we was down here in the eight doing our thing. But, you know. Don't worry, man. I'm, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to be back there soon, man. I, every time I run into people, they like, they don't even, they, you know, because I was in New York, like, like I said, just hibernating. I wasn't, I was out there, but a lot of people, they, they kind of like painted me as an AC alien, I guess, because I was there for, what, 14 months. But you fit so, uh, right in, though. I mean, you, you, you. I mean, you international cross country, but you know, you gonna make it where you at. So you just fit right in, like the landscape. We love having you down here. No doubt, man. We got that um Dr. Sabi event coming up in June, June twenty second on the whole on the Solstice family. I don't know if y'all know about um you know I don't know if y'all are aware of the fact the family that's on the line. But um, on June 22nd at the Georgia World Congress Center, we are going to be bringing Dr. Sabi, all right, the legendary Dr. Sabi in the building. He's going to be in the building. He's going to be doing a lecture. KT, the arts degree, is uh, responsible for the production of that event. He's getting his King Simon on big time, you know what I mean? There's no turning back after this. And, um... You know that's gonna be like K- that's gonna be a launch event for KTL after that Savior event. You know we aiming for the Barclays Center like this. Like you, can, you know what I mean? Like where else do you go after that? But um, I was telling I was June, telling some brothers that y'all was gonna be here in June. Yeah, we coming in June. I'm doing a lecture in North Carolina in May, so a lot of things are going on. I may be even doing another lecture, a Moorish lecture in Atlanta, and a hip hop lecture as well in June. Um, June 22nd, though, 12 p.m. to 7 p.m., Georgia World Congress Center family. If you need any more information, www.drsabiatlanta.com. 
Okay, tickets are definitely the pre-sale tickets are in the building. They're available. Um, please, family, this is going to be an event that you're going to be telling your seeds about. That's like when Garvey came to the garden. Like, let's make this happen. Be in the building. A lot more. It's, it's going to be just bigger than a lecture. It's going to be an event. You know what I mean? So that's what's going on. I'm going to be in Atlanta very soon to help promote that. I'm going to the hood. I'm going to the church. I'm going everywhere where our people are at who need the help because the name of the lecture is How Do We Fix It? It doesn't matter about what book you read. Yeah, it don't matter about what book you read. It matters not about what your religion may be. It matters not about what your ideologies may be. How do we fix it? But what's known is something is broken, fam. So we're going to work on fixing it. We ain't worrying about nothing else at this point. You know what I'm saying? So the name of the lecture is How Do We Fix It? You know this is like, this is you right here. You part of Voltron when it comes to this. You feel me, um, Mr. Anderson? Because we in the need spring. Yeah. everything popping up in the spring. Every yeah, I mean, because we're gonna be talking about that soil. We're gonna be talking about those herbs and stuff like that. So we're gonna need our official grower in the building, and that's you. Please, you know what please. I mean? I'm so, gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. And and for the word. family, you know what I'm saying? I just want to put it. I want to put that seed in their mind. That inception, I'm still available for the garden coaching. You know, just get with me on the I Grow, You Grow dot biz, I-G-R-O-W-U-G-R-O-W dot biz. Or if you hit dot com, it'll take you right to the website because I know the dot biz be throwing people off. So I went ahead and got that, that dot com domain, which is the real reality oh. in that real estate. I got that real estate. So, um, yeah. You know, you got to start eating what you grow, producing your produce, empowerment on, you know, self-sustainability. So I'm still, you know, like you say, I'm still I'm still in the building. I'm just uh, in the virtual world more than I am in that Facebook and all. I had to kind of move away from that, man, because it was just getting too, you know, it was just getting you're, too watered you're, down. You're, People weren't really taking it serious. Nah, I know. You on Instagram? Nah, I ain't straight flexing on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I I'm, moved I'm, away from it. I'm going to work with you on flexing on Instagram, bro, man, because, uh, you know, and, I, and, I, and and it's the same thing. You know, I understand what you're saying about Facebook, and it's, all, it's the same thing with Instagram. You just have to keep it. got to be very focused. I'm not going to lie. I got on there, saw losing focus. There's right, a lot of right, things right. to look at, you know what I'm saying? A lot of things to look at and scroll through. And I started losing right. focus, but I maintain my focus, and I've continuously, you know, posted information, things like that, you know, attempting to show the family what consciousness looks like when you're living it, not just professing it or reading about it. Like, you know, we have to actually showcase a conscious lifestyle. And with the um, gardening with the aspect of the gardening that you do and things of that nature, there are a plethora or a plethora of people that are like-minded like you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That yeah. are like-minded I, like coming, you. Coming from you, coming from you, you know, I I know, you know, it's going to be profitable for me. So I, a wise man always can take advice. So I definitely um, look into it because I, I know I got something to offer the Instagram family. You know what I mean? Yes. 
Yes, yes, yes. But uh, no we gonna build on that later. Looking I'm gonna holler at you. Yeah, Eileen Bay. I'm looking forward. He always uh, he remind me of C. Freeman L. I know C. Freeman L. Was trying to tell you. So he always, yeah. you know, he C. Freeman L. Come through in him. So anytime I see his name come up, I'm tuning in. But um, definitely for y'all brothers too. I wish y'all the best, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how to get in touch with me and fare you well. All right, this your new number right here? I work two numbers. This is my Texas number, and then I got my Atlanta number. It's, it should be still in your contact. That's 678. Okay. You know, I've been, I've been in Houston. I've been mobbing in Houston, bro, man. Right on, right on. Them Houston boys yeah. close, I'm, to, I'm, that, I close got... to that water. Yeah, I got love for Texas, man. That's a beautiful place right there. We're going to be out there as well, um, I think, in late June and July. Right on, so, right yeah. on. Word up. But, uh, yeah, right. man, stick around. We got our guest in the building for the night. I'm going to go ahead and read the description and open up the line and get this show started. I appreciate you, though, bro. All right. Fair you well. All right. Peace. Yes, sir. All right, family, without any further ado, we're going to get into the show for tonight, all right? And uh, Blue will be calling in before the show is over, but I'm going to navigate this Nebuchadnezzar. Join us tonight on Nodalez Radio as we proudly welcome to the world. Oh, join us tonight on Nodalez Radio as we proudly welcome world-renowned esteemed scholar, lecturers, historians, spiritualists, Moorish adepts, occultists, Brother Aileen and Brother Azazel, a.k.a. Azariah. These brothers will be recapping their historic voyage to the Mexican Mayan pyramids. They will discuss in detail the plethora of Moorish indigenous-related news, upcoming events, lectures, classes, seminars, and much more. If you are familiar in any way with either one of these brothers' work, then you will already know this is a classic in the making. Get your pens and pads ready. Classes in session. You are now rocking with the best. So call it from the three four seven two seven one. Peace. Peace, my brother. What's happening? Oh man, all is well. We in the building. All right, brother. Good, good, good. I see your brother's yes, still uh, over, way over in California, huh? I mean, I was telling somebody this earlier today. Feel me on this, bro, man. Walk with me. You feel me? You walking with me? Following me? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, you know, we the twin pillars, right? Right. Setting up the pillars and things like that. So, yes. when you find a brother on the West Coast, then you got the other pillar on the East Coast. Getting a little like we just completed uh, the good works right there. We we set pillars are officially set up right now. So uh yeah, he's in the he's in the right place, you know what I'm saying? I also before I forget, or I almost have to beat myself up. I wanna give a uh, huge shout out to my mother, Annette, my mama, Umi, Umi Zumi, Annette Tom today's her birthday. Hold on. Wow, happy birthday. Oh, the bomb didn't even go up. Yes. Yeah. It is a born day. She is uh, in Honduras as we speak right now. 
probably hear you. So while I'm talking to you right now, I'm going to have my Jade uh, dial on her Hold on her cell phone and see if that comes in a little clearer. Your phone's breaking up. Did you say that, say that again? Yeah, I think it's, uh, uh, we're going to check right now. We're going to call on her other phone. It's going to come up, uh, the other number, right. 271. Yeah, because I can hear you vaguely. It's like choppy and stuff. But again, um... Uh, right. Yeah, your phone is chopping up. Your phone is chopping up. Okay, like yeah, so I'm going to go on another phone. Right. Yeah, can you call from another number? Yes, I'm calling from it now. So, my, you there? It's a 288 number. Sounds much better. Awesome. All right. 
Now, if I could only get this, uh, now this chat room, just waiting, not the chat room, the back studio. Anybody who has a blog talk show knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't know what was going on, family. I think that nigga called from my Obama phone because it was just super choppy. Just threw everything off. <laughs> We're going to get it better, though. We're going to work this thing out. Just give me one sec. I can't even play a song because the uh, studio has not opened up as of yet. But, um, you know, it is what it, it is. What it is. We're on our way. All right. So did anybody go to see the movie Oblivion that KT was uh, talking about? I have not got it. I didn't get a chance to uh, check that out. But um, I've been hearing mixed results. I've been hearing different people saying different things. You know, I definitely want to go to the family because y'all, you know, y'all, y'all are very astute when it comes to the movies that mean something. So if anybody saw it, please share with us uh, what was going on. If that was worthwhile, I can't even say $10 because they want like a dub to go see a movie these days, especially if it's 3D. And don't take the little ones, but they'll wash you up at the um, at the popcorn stand. You'll spend $80 at the movies, no lie. You know what I mean? And then uh, you, you should hope that the movie is worthwhile seeing, you know? Not one, you know, you might have went to see Alex Cross or something and got washed up. Oh, I'm choppy again. El Chapo. All right. I don't know. I mean, it's looking like it may be a blog talk thing. You know what I'm saying? Because. Everything else is good. Everything is about you. Everything on that's not the it's not the internet, okay? And it's not even blog talk because the first page opens up and maybe having some studio issues, you know? They told us that the same thing happened last Tuesday with uh Makiba Judge show. I, I, it's not even in the archive, you know? That's unheard of. But um for the family who uh has not made it to the archives, do us a favor and check out the shows that we have. We actually have a show that we did, uh, part two, to a special four-part series with uh, Brother Bob Anu. He did a part two, uh, The God God Genes Decoded, all right? It's part two of a four-part series. It's only one hour long, and it's in the archives. Shout out to all of the family that um, joined us on Friday, Sister Patrice, you was in the building. Everybody that came through, I promised y'all that I was going to take care of y'all and send y'all something free. And uh, I'm still sticking to that. You know what I mean? I just have to uh, put something together for y'all. And I'm also working on getting y'all a discount if you choose to purchase the book. So if that's something that y'all want to do for the family that was in the chat room that day, Holler at me, and I will make that happen for you, and um, we'll get it. We'll keep it moving. But for the family that did not listen to that show live, do yourself a favor and definitely download that. Go check that out. It's in the archives. Baba New Speaks Part 2. All right? 
hundred percent sure on the timing, but I, what I do know is that we will broadcast sometime between the hours of ten p.m. and midnight. Okay. Yes, indeed. And yes, I'm still waiting for this call queue to open up. If brother Azazel, if you're on the phone and you can hear my voice, don't worry, brother. We got you. I'm about to come and get you uh, as soon as the studio opens up. All right. Um, just you know, it's a small thing. Don't even worry about it. But we do have. We're about to come and get you. And hopefully, our brother, um, brother Alim will be in the building as well because we're slowly approaching. The uh, 10 o'clock hour. All right, shout out to Quico. Shout out to Cherokee, but I like that name. Shout out to uh, Patrice. Shout out to Henry Moore. All right, shout out to Anthony Asar L. Shout out to Mr. Epiphany. Shout out to Ekalinda. Shout out to Healing Waters Risen. Shout out to World Ruler. And everybody else. That is with us, Marlene. Everybody that's joined us tonight. You know what I'm saying? Nazi Queen, Picture Me Perfect, World Ruler, Guest 9857, Holla. What's happening? <laughs> Thank y'all for coming through. All right. Much respect. But, um, yeah, I want to play y'all a song so bad just so everybody can relax. This darn thing, man. I don't know. I'm getting frustrated. Alright. Is at least is the audio somewhat clear right now? Let me know. I said, is the audio clear and over the phone? I wanted to know it's it's okay. It's not all that. All right, hold on. How about now? Does it sound better? A little better? Oh, okay. That's good. All right. All right, so. All right, give me, I don't want to, like, have the wild, silent moment and whatnot, a moment of silence for the family, but still, I'm still, um, Actually waiting for the uh, room to open up. Oh, she said choppy again. Give me one second, at least five minutes, and um, I have to call Blog Talk Radio on the other line to find out what's going on, okay, because they're going to have to give me some answers at this point, you know what I mean, because we definitely have to uh, get this show going. For some reason, I am not able to go directly into the um, studio. 
It allows me to open up the lines for the other callers. It allows me to play music and other things. So if we cannot do that, then we cannot continue the show because we won't be able to um, accommodate our guests for the night. So just give me five minutes. I um, got to find out what's, what's going on with Blog Talk Radio, and we will get right back to you. Hi, right, family. Hi. No doubt. Yes, yes, hello. I'm back, I'm back. All right, all right. Uh can you hear me out there in uh Radio Land? Yes, Blog Talk Radio is definitely tripping, family. They're definitely tripping. Um I didn't get any answer from them. So I'm still waiting to hear a little something. Oh Lord, there we go. Okay, touchdown. Looks like we're in the chat room. I mean, it looks like we're in the call queue. All right, let's see if this thing works. The button's on point.
only one way to tell if this thing works. Give me one minute, family. This is this is the litmus test right here. All right, all right. There we are. Okay, so we're in the studio. As soon as it finishes loading, we're bringing the callers on. Y'all could go ahead and tell the family. You could go ahead and take this time to upload on your pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever the hell else is out there. You know what I'm saying? Let them know through your social media and social network. Know the radio And then we are bringing on Brother Azariah, Azazil, a.k.a. And Brother Aileen Bay and it's going down, not playing, going in. You know what I mean? Indigenous affairs. I'm going to go ahead and read the information for the show one more time because they try to interrupt what the hell is going on over here. And it's good play the knowledge that we've been serving this year. So join us tonight on Know the Ledge Radio as we proudly welcome to world, to the um, – join us tonight on Know the Ledge Radio as we proudly welcome world-renowned, esteemed scholars, lecturer, historian, spiritualist, Morris Adap, occultist, Brother Aileen Bay, and Brother Azariah. These brothers will be recapping the historic voyage to the Mexican Mayan pyramids. They will discuss in detail the plethora of indigenous-related news, upcoming events, lectures, classes, seminars, and much more. If you are familiar in any way with either one of these brothers' work, then you already know this is a classic in the making. Get your pins and pads ready. Class is in session. You are now rocking with the best. Without any further ado, we are going to... Hold on a minute, God darn it. Just hold on a minute. Listen to this song real quick. We'll be right back. Rap came from us. It started in the South Bronx. It started with conscious rappers. So to my brothers and sisters who are rappers, see, you're part of a scheme, but you don't realize you are an unwitting collaborator in a scheme that is to destroy you and your future. Let's be very clear, I ain't here to drink beer, smoke weed, shoot the breeze and break bread with you. I'm only here to resurrect the living dead with you. Thought it was some kind of a game, I'm not playing with you. I got the Morris Warlords with Moroccan short swords, Ethiopians with white face camouflage. Already disciplined and ready for that sabotage. You listen to Minaj? Words? You should kill yourself and everybody that you came with arrangements Out of jurisdiction, no arraignment My name gets mentioned through the ethers, through high frequency speakers Certified, 45, get in line Make this revolution rap your favorite pastime Make me tune the coon tune your very last time Last time, he was CEO and now he's gangstified Pushing keys, catching bodies, man, somebody lied I'd rather listen to that guy noise Levitate with fly boys, organize an army, bang dead press Understand I'm not a missionary, just the devil's adversary Extraordinary compliment to feds And most listening are subject to conditioning They need a hook, something snappy just to pull them in I truly sympathize, I hope this pretty singing satisfies Now should we get back to business then 
separating gods from the nigger men, separating chicken heads from the heroines. They tell me constantly that I should change my content. You're just too conscious, maybe you should narrow in. Rhyme more about that street life heroin. Make it amplify, glorify the hell you're in. But where the hell you been? Clearly you don't know me then. Spit flame, ethanol, Jada Pink and set it off. I gang bang on opposition till his head is off. His arm, leg, leg, arm nailed to a cross. You're not a mob boss, Florentini, Machiavelli. Closest you are to Italian, it's sauce and spaghetti. The flow is deadly. Hip-hop, jihad, medley. They can tell I was a rebel the moment they met me. Gotta respect me. The 85 is more than sex me. Occupied by the five, still I let them sweat me. You can bet me. Phoenix if they try to dead me. And the Republic of the Villains is ready to wreck me. I pull verses from my screen for the have-nots. Who seem caught between the rocks and the hard spots. And most listening are subject to conditioning. They need a hook, something snappy just to pull them in. I truly sympathize, I hope this pretty singing satisfies Now should we get back to business then? I'm not the only one can tell that something's going on We hustle harder every day and barely holding on These big banks getting breaks that we'll be gully on And they'll freeze your assets, keep your scullies on The same Babylon upgraded red bottom And he was about that revolution till the feds got him My man Scott got three to five for a bag of weed But be a priest and rape boys walk scot-free I bet you thinking that I'm kidding cause I'm throwing stones It isn't me, it's ain't your in my chromosomes, impatient ancestors raging through my ribosomes. See trolls translated through a microphone. The freedom banger, hanger, Margaret Sanger. Planned Parenthood in every hood would like to thank her. Bankers, Rockefeller, Bilderberg, Unicom, DuPont, IBM, Unicef, and Viacom. My verbal firearm annihilate the infrastructure. Comedic lexicon, cause I don't speak the tongue of suckers. I born degrees of the royal pedigrees. I leave a main sixteen in my afterbirth. Still, most listening are subject to Conditioning. They need a hook, something snappy just to pull them in. Jess West, Narubi Sela. Rap came from us. It started in the South Bronx. It started with conscious rappers. So to my brothers and sisters who are rappers, See, you're part of a scheme, but you don't realize you are an unwitting collaborator in a scheme that is to destroy you and your future. Let's be very clear, I ain't here to drink beer, smoke weed, shoot the breeze and break bread with you. I'm only here to resurrect the living dead with you. Thought it was some kind of a game, I'm not playing with you. I got the Morris Warlords with Moroccan sharks, wars, Ethiopians with white face camouflage. Already disciplined and ready for that sabotage. You listen to Minaj? Words? You should kill yourself and everybody that you came with. Arrangements out of jurisdiction, no arraignment. My name gets mentioned through the... All right, family, we're going to go ahead and open up our brother Azariah's line. Call it from the 347-271. Peace. Peace, my brother. All right. Peace, man. Nice Back in the building. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Big ups to your moms and your brother and the whole function you're going to deal with, dealing with safety, good, bringing the knowledge. Indeed. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, oh. sir. You know what I mean? Time so to we... uh... mm-hmm. now go ahead. Yes, brother. Well, I was going to uh, first mention that uh, if you go to uh, my website, which is com, you'll notice that I finally put up the flyer for the upcoming graveyard excursion. 
which is uh, going to take place on Mother's Day. And that is um, May 12th, I believe it is. Uh, that is going to be a powerful uh, excursion, and it's going to be almost like a an occult uh, adept chamber, walking into that place. And the things that we that I'm going to uh, show everyone that uh, attends, uh, it's going to be truly amazing, the energy alone, and then just the different uh, nature aspects and also the amount of famous people that's up there. Say, for instance, we go, and I don't know, maybe you're starting a hair business or you got something to do with hair. You know, you take, you go to the head of that tombstone and you get some of that that graveyard dirt from the head of Madam C.J. Walker or her daughter. Um, of course, there's ways wow. to approach all that. So we're going to be dealing with stuff on, on that level. So um, this is the first tour, which is uh, Mother's Day, and then the next tour will be somewhere around September. So I would advise anyone who um, wants to know more about magic, which in this day and time, <laughs> that should be one of your uh, one of your main focuses. Uh, magic meaning the term magic meaning um, ancient science and medicine to be able to manipulate the elements to create and use the things in the elements to bring forth um, the things that you might need, including rain or whatever it may be, drought and um, positive energy, all these things we um, term magic Yes. Were, were shamanistic practices that were just actually normal things. So that's going to be, like I said, May 12th. And um, the week before that, um, we have a lecture in Brooklyn with the brother uh, King Simon um, at Nicholas Bookstore on Sunday the 5th. Uh, me and uh, Roz Mariah Bay is going to be okay. getting into the science of connecting as far as relationships and astrology and so forth. Um going to be pretty much a basic class, but it's going to be very interesting, some new things that popped up dealing with melanin and a lot of other things. So that's going to be real powerful. Yeah. So you're saying that at that event you'll be giving up information and actual techniques for right. individuals who are looking for their mate? No, no, the, the, that's the, yes, for the, for the lecture on May 5th, which is in Nicholas Bookstore. Uh, but May 12th, we have the um, the Graveyard Tour, and I'm going to be talking about that on May 5th more, uh, a little more in detail. But uh, two different events coming up um, in the near future. And also I want to mention um, Bam has something coming up in July, Gathering All the Moors. Um, he's doing a big conference in New York also. So those are three good events we could look forward to. Yes, we can. I, uh, I was in... Um I don't want to really put too much information out there, but uh, we're playing with the possibility of the brother Rick Smith being a keynote speaker at one of those events, those three-day events that Bambada will be doing for the more. Oh, that'll be all information that you could bring or get in there will be very, very positive. I'm sure um, oh, yeah. quite a few, uh, uh, you know, people who look alike too much don't really flock together. It's more like people who think alike. So information can be come from any direction, even a little child, and uh, um, you can learn a lot just from listening. And not, uh, we like to talk a lot. And um, and I noticed one thing about talking 
that for some reason people love to relive negative experiences. And I'm it. trying to figure out what that is. And I just listen, you know, and I'm like, why are you reliving that? You know, move on from that. Learn from it and then take the next step in a positive direction because, you know, you're reliving it. You're, you're, you speak it more. Your ego, your left brain is going in on it and wants to relive it. You know, your reptilian brain is like, yo, let's move on to something else, you know. Can you, actually, we, uh, can mm-hmm. you actually recreate the conditions or the same experience by dwelling on it and talking about it too much? Is that a possibility? You make it, you make it harder. You make it harder on yourself. And um, we're going to be dealing with that on May 5th as far as relationships go because there are three late, three stages that you go through in relationships, usually two but a lot of, um, based on today's society, as far as television and all of that, we go through yeah. a, something called a third stage, which is the reopening or the rehashing of old ghosts from past relationships. So the mind, for some reason, in this society, we're trained to relive negativity, and it just keeps circling, you know, back into everybody's life. And I, I can say that because I do counsel a lot of people, and I do talk to a lot of people, and, um, you know, just the energy, they may not even have to say anything negative. Sometimes the energy um, of of the thing is, is has that effect also. And so here, here comes all the illnesses. You know, you can't really deal with the physical uh, illnesses unless you get into the spirit of the thing, you know. Yeah. So um, that's some of the stuff we're going to be getting into as far as on May 5th uh, is concerned. Um is to watch your watch what you you know watch how you explain things. Yes, we all go through traumas. We go through different things in life, but for you to come out and just like repeat it and talk about it and repeat it and build it and build it, and you you it, then by the time you finish with it, it's hard to break it down, hard to get through it now. So you got to watch how your words, uh, what you say, especially more so men than women, because men uh, have the energy of vowels. And, and which comes from in between consonants. Consonants, of course, are female. So men, especially, we speak vowels when we our, our whole energy is a vowel that you make. So you, hmm. those things are magical, and that's why uh, in previous radio shows we talked about rap and all these things. Those things are very powerful incantations, and so yeah. we have to be very aware of that. Uh, you know, there's times to speak power and times not to speak. If you're going to heal somebody or if you want something, don't speak before 12 noon. You know, harness that energy up until that sunlight comes up and, and energizes you and you pop that fruit or whatever you eat in the morning. Then begin speaking, you know? Then begin to speak it. That's, right. That's, I mean, I've been taking you up on, um, on the uh, ritual, I would like to call it, that you uh, shared with us about casting spells into the sunrise, the horizon, right. Horus, yeah, Horus rising, as well as casting spells when the sun sets, which symbolizes set, the underworld, when something goes under, basically casting away things that you don't want or don't need, you want to bury into the sunset, and casting spells for things that you want, and things that you need, and the sunrise. And when you did, when you brought that to our to my attention, I automatically like 
that moment, I had a, one of those moments where you just go into, um, you know, you go into this, this, this state where you begin to visualize. So the minute you shared that with me, I saw joggers, okay? Mm. I saw I saw Caucasian joggers, as a matter of fact. I didn't see, you know, I didn't see, like, the, the Jamaica running team or nothing. I saw Caucasian joggers in Central Park jogging 4 a.m., 5 a.m., you know, listening not to the morning show, you know what I'm saying, with the knuckle draggers, but mm-hmm. listening to, like, motivational audios where they're telling, with a, you know, like the four-day work week or four-day laws of power, you know what I mean, things like that, where the motivational speaker or even mantras on Pad Me On, where the, the speaker is actually programming the uh, the listener into how you know into how and, and into positive affirmations and invocations, and they're jogging, so they're dealing with the breathing technique. They're running. They're dealing with motion, but they're also dealing with that sunrise. So by the time Ra is coming up, by the time the sun is rising, the spell is already casted. And I was yeah. like, yo, that's genius right there. It, it, it really explained why I see some of the things that I see. Definitely, brother. Yeah, I could. I couldn't figure the running. I couldn't figure the whole morning thing with these people out. I was like, "What are they running for? Like, what are they preparing themselves? For? What are they doing?" It's not like they're getting super healthy or anything, but it goes into <laughs> that whole. <laughs> it, 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 it speaks volumes to the spell casting that's being done. This is a formula. So I, I yeah, and they want have to a need for to, that. Yeah, they have a need to pump oxygen through their blood more so than you do. And um, alcohol actually helps this. That's why alcohol is better for them than it is for you. But in the morning, um, is exactly what you said. But one of the key, um, next time you get up that early, if you're in a wooded area or a naturish area, you'll notice um, the same time the sun comes up or a second before it comes up, you'll notice a ground fog. There's a ground fog that comes over the land that waters all the trees and the plants. And it's a very healing mist, and it only lasts, say, about five minutes, the max. It just comes through like a wave, and you'll see it every morning. If you get up every morning uh, early enough to see it, that is what they want. That is what they really, really want before that sun comes up. Yeah, because when you, by the time the sun actually comes up, if you're jogging, it'll be, you know, much later. You you don't actually see it pass over the, the horizon at all while you're moving. While you're outside, you have to kind of be high up or some place where there's no buildings to actually see it come up over the horizon, which I happen to be lucky enough to see that both down and up. But uh, most of the time they can't do that. They have to time it. Um, but the main mm. focus is uh, for them is the is that morning dew. And in the military, uh, they wake you up just in time to get it also. So that's yes, a, and, and that shows you how uh, how much of a known fact all of that stuff is as far as energy is concerned, you know. And it's so interesting you talked about, uh, you mentioned the um, sunset, which is actually called um, Typhonian. It's it's a Typhonian magic. It's actually the oldest magic on planet Earth. And um, I kept that in mind when we went to uh, Tulum, Mexico, which is a little island right at the tip of the peninsula. It's like the lowest... It's like if you travel all the way to Mexico, all the way to the bottom, you would get to the bottom, to the point of it. That's where we had went, but we took the shortcut there. 
So the waters mm-hmm. were kind of the waters over there are kind of deep and rough because you're right over there by the the uh, Bermuda uh, Triangle, which is um, yes, sir. Uh, which is can be parts of it can be the deepest part of the ocean. Uh, but we went there and um, inside one of the temples, we went to. Um, you know, my main focus was to get certain things done. I had in my mind to get certain things done, and uh, so we took our time. It was what they call the express. So we're like, we, we get there, we take a ship, a ship called the Liberty, and when Ali comes on, or maybe later, I'll even talk more about that if you want. Uh, when it gets there, you have to take another boat to an island, to the island, and then from there, we have to take buses to um, to the temples. And um, when I first got there, I had this ritual planned for everybody that was with us at the time to put whatever they wanted to get rid of, you know, in a in a special bag that I had brought with me. And uh, we went to, you know, and I always tell people whenever you don't know exactly where you're going, turn right. And so I disobeyed my own rule and turned left and wound up at the sacrificial altar. Um, but on the right, and, and then they, you know, they don't allow you to go into these places. They have it all roped off. Uh, no, no, you can't go over there, bro, more brother and all of that you can't go over there so because i was too much in plain view so we went came back out and went to the right which was supposed to do that in the first place and wound up into this beautiful structure that was like looked like stonehenge which was where they lifted up their prayers and stuff in this particular one temple they had there it looked like the temple was really made for um also coming up with different techniques or concoctions for healing and so forth. Um, very important port over there, and also a lot of trees and plants there, too, that we, um, some of us probably missed, uh, eucalyptus, uh, agave plants everywhere, you know. So we go into this temple, and we do the ritual, and um, according to what Alim and them said, because Alim was outside with, with the rest of the Moors, just to keep, um, tourists and stuff from going in. He said, man, they was making so much noise, a lot of noise, and everybody was trying to get in there to take pictures to see what y'all was doing. But what we I did was... I can imagine. Yeah, uh, I think that town, Tulum, faces the sun, uh, and that's and I think it's actually, uh, translation was the city that faces the sun, something like that. So what I had to do was we had to go into the darkness or the shade of that temple, and... Um, we put the petitions in a particular place. I'm not going to actually say on the phone. Uh, you know, you never know who's listening. But we did that. And uh, we're waiting to see what the powerful results are. And I think we've already seen some, to be honest with you. But it's very interesting because um, when we went, they treated us as such, as Moors. The integrity, um, I mean, the, the guy that was running the whole tour, Mexican, little short Mexican guy, and Ali videotaped everything he said. And he was yeah. coming at us with the old Mex, and yeah, we all from Africa. We come from they, the original Mexicans come from Africa, and so on and so on. We know all that history, um, so I'm not going to get deep into that. But just the traveling, and I decided to travel by bus, and for one reason was that I don't want to go through the plane thing, and the second reason is is I wanted to check out each state one by one. Uh, just to kind of get a feel and the energy of what was going on. And yes. 
Of course, it was sad. It was very, very sad because I traveled to every single state from New York to uh, Miami, uh, to um, the town in Florida. Uh, I think it was Northwest left there, was it? Yeah. And Orlando, Orlando. And we um, was pretty bad, uh, you know, just just kind of communicating, you know, and talking to people, uh, to see where their head is at, to see, you know. I think I met one conscious brother in a 7-Eleven or something like that. But for the most part, it was really, really bad on the consciousness level to come from Mexico where these Mexicans know your history on a deep level, Olmec and all of that you know, and know some science on the animals and all this kind of stuff, to come back to the United States and start off in Florida where a nigga don't know jack shit. It's it's just really, really, you know, I, I didn't know whether to laugh or cry, but it just shows you uh, the level in which the work that has to be done when the time is right, because you're not going to wake them up. Uh, you know, when it ain't, it's not their time, otherwise they, they might snap or whatever. Who the fuck knows? But um, whatever we're doing now, your preparation is for those people when they make that next wave or that next jump. Will you have to protect yourself? Will you have to teach? You have to keep all of this stuff in mind. You have to remember who you are and the integrity that you have and the square you stand on. And the, See, all of that will bring the kind of karma that you need in a time like this. You don't want to be caught out in no Boston, nowhere, when they're celebrating Hitler's birthday. You don't want to be caught out in, 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 in Waco, Texas, when they're blowing up shit for Hitler's birthday. You know, you could be fucking around, walking around up in that shit, you see? So you got to stay away from these things because you know what's going You know what time it is. You know they're they trying to pass all this terrorist stuff, and they don't care who they kill. That racism shit is for us. It ain't for everybody. It's only for distraction, for, for, for foolish people. Okay. Yeah. So it's 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 not about that on their level. They they thinking on a higher level than that because those some of those Illuminati, the original, we already know about the original Illuminati bloodline, so we don't really have to talk about that. But we know that that is you got niggas up in there. Okay, reptile niggas too, reptilian. So uh, we and we know also that there were. Um, Agencies of reptilians in Mexico also, uh, which which where you had a lot of conquistadors who were reptilian when they uh, went into the, yeah, and they and the, and the Africans that were in Mexico because and you know they are African because they even had statues there that they sell to you are made out of onyx of tupi and all these uh, religions that go all the way down into deep South America dealing with the payload and Angola and all that kind of stuff. So they had all that stuff there. Uh, if you knew what you were looking at, you see. So so they were treated, if not just as bad as any other African that was either uh, criminally uh, enslaved or whatever happened at that time or more who was captured and enslaved or whatever happened, yeah. they were treated even worse uh, if you look at the history uh, of Mexico, and especially going into Tulum and some of those other, because Tulum is one of the older little cities that they had as a great port. So a lot of these places, they were treated extremely, extremely, extremely bad. And um, 
most of the time, they did, the uh, conquistadors, when they finally enslaved some of those people, they didn't even have to pay for slaves. Everything was free for them. Working out in the hot sun, with the, making agave straw uh, 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 ropes and all this kind of stuff. So it was, it was a very, very powerful and interesting uh, excursion and, and full, full of knowledge. Um, they know a lot of things we know. Um, yeah, why y'all celebrate 12 months instead of nine? Don't y'all know the mother's womb is nine months and all kind of shit, you know? <laughs> so I'm like coming from that and then get, you know, my ass back to Florida and, and travel all up to these states and the nigga don't know shit from a ham sandwich from a damn, from his damn history, you know, and I could go into some of the things that were said and I'm not even going to even want to entertain it right now by some of the people I would just try to talk to. So it was no talking. Uh, I just shut down. Yeah. And these are all, I mean, I mean it's just truly, I mean, whole towns, brother. I'm talking about whole towns, you know, walking around like zombies and shit. I'm like, yo, this is this is something, something's got to happen here because they are being set up. They are being set up, okay, because now you don't give a fuck about them, and you know goddamn well the white boy don't give a fuck about them. So they're being set exactly. up. They damn so, so, And, and they that's like, we don't give a fuck about them. You know, but that's not true though. But in your mind, you you don't want to be associated with that. You understand all that uh, what they do? They marching and this one killing. You know Trayvon, and it upsets you in a way as you don't want to hear that stuff. But it, what it is is setting up those people with the lack of knowledge, just setting them up right now. Don't they say that the people perish for a lack of knowledge? Now, that statement is profound in itself because it goes to what you're saying, that because we're dealing with a, a population of, you know, family that has a lack of knowledge, and we're dealing with higher knowledge, higher living, civilization, you know, we have our minds. Some of us have even come back from the future to explain and show people what the future is going to be like. And we know that everybody is not going to make it. Some of us even have concepts of an actual number in our minds, the 144,000 and things of that nature. So the, 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 the ones without a lack of knowledge, you know, they're facing a, a, a reality of being cannon fodder. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, no, they are. The knuckle draggers are definitely facing, you know, the possibilities of – and. I, and and just living in this reality and seeing how this thing plays out, I'm overstanding and understanding and getting a better grip and concept of what took place hundreds of years ago, why there were some people who were in bondage and things of that nature, why there were other people walking around, like, whatever. Like, there's nothing going, like, you know, shit. I'm, 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 I'm trying to get a new horse, my nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to get a new... A, a new shirt with some cufflinks on it. And then people would be like, that's so insensitive. And then I'd be like, really? But ain't your uncle doing life? You know what I'm saying? Like, isn't is your little brother or your baby father locked up for 30 or 80 years and you had nothing to say? He got put into bondage and you had nothing to say about that. You don't even write him. You don't give two dams about him right now. He's rotting in a jail cell. And then you're carrying on trying to tell me what the basketball wives is doing next season. Another stupid shit, you know what I'm saying? And what and what Fendi came out with, or Louis Vuitton, and whatnot. So the same kind of con because you know you, you wrote those people off. You don't want to have nothing to do with them. Oh, they sold crack, so they deserve to do 100 years in jail, knowing that that's that's one of the most stupidest, you know, that's the most inhumane things that you could ever do to a person. 
Right. And if people look at it, people want to say, well, how has slavery existed? How did, how did they allow slavery to exist? All of those, the same way that you're allowing it to exist right now, genius. You know, some people would just understood that, hey, that, that, that's just on them. That's, that's a fate that they're going to have to live with. And it's the, the same concept, you know, it's being, I'm, I'm seeing it play out with the people that you're talking about because I, I, for one, share the same, you know, I do the same thing. I love to travel the scenic route. I love flying places, but when I go places, especially when I took the cruise to the pyramids as well, me and Blue, we took the Chinese bus to Tampa, Florida on purpose because mm-hmm. we actually yeah. wanted to see the we wanted to see the terrain change, we wanted to see the energies change, we wanted to know what grids we were passing through cuz I can actually feel it at this point. I know when I'm in a dead town and I know when I'm somewhere where the grid is alive. I could I could I could actually feel it through my body. I could feel it through my chakras. And mm-hmm. um you know, it's always magical because you know, you are the magic, you know what I mean? So you don't have to be anywhere or do anything for magic to occur and to meet magical people. If you are that person, it's gonna just you're gonna attract it. It comes to you. So we met some magical people along the way. Had a few, you know. It was it was interesting, but um, it charged me up and it made me it made me honor and respect those 36 people that came on the cruise to join us. It made me honor and respect the ancestors that we were going to visit. And it really strengthened, you know, what it is, it fortified what it is that we were doing in terms of the work that we were doing because we were going there to actually become, you know, we were were fulfilling our prophecy. And then we were coming back charged up with a whole new purpose. And that's what happened, you know. So we got work to do, you know what I'm saying? We got work to do, brother. You know? Okay, uh, I, I think Eileen might be on the line right now, brother. Okay, all right. So with any further ado, let me open up the line for brother Eileen. All right, call it from the 910. Peace. Peace, peace. Peace, God. Peace. Peace, God. What's going on? All right, Hallelujah. doing well, doing well. What's up good, with you, good. brother Azariah? Yo, what's up, my brother? All right. I mean, we've been hearing from you since the trip, man. It was powerful. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. Y'all, I know y'all already went in on the ritual that y'all did. Oh well, we touched on it a little bit. We ain't gone too deep. Oh okay. Oh, we went past the barriers, y'all. <laughs> we went up <laughs> in the pyramids, did I think? No doubt, we went up in the pyramids. Um, matter of fact, we well, had a crew down protecting us, and um, we had a crew uh-huh. up in there doing the rituals. Oh yeah, it was powerful, and and, and the Moors that was with us was beautiful. Yeah, no it was nineteen of us. It was, and um, one of the sisters saved Cubans who was overboard in a small tiny boat. They were screaming, "Ayuda tu, ayuda me, ayuda tu," and flashing their lights. So we yeah, yeah, I saw now. that. I saw that. I was right. Matter of fact, they were right underneath my window. Mm, beautiful. Right Wait a minute. Yeah, they were trying to Hold escape. On. Yeah. Wait a minute, you're saying that on your cruise that you encountered Cuban refugees? Yes. Cuban yeah. refugees. Yeah. Right. Wow. Two of them. Right. Yeah. One was um one was a citizen wow. and one wasn't and they was in the boat. Yeah. And the boat and the boat turned 
<laughs> and the boat turned the ground, and everybody was wondering why the boat was leaning, and um, everybody was like, oh, shit, Titanic, Tom. But, um, really, <laughs> but really it was just leaning because we picked up the refugees, and um, the boat turned around in order to get them. And um, they picked them up, and um, we waited. Um, they waited for the Coast Guard um, before we began our, um, you know, the um, the rest of the trip. So, you know, everything was good. Awesome. Everything was um, lovely. Is um, yes, definitely it was, one of man. the best trips. I was telling a uh, twin the other day about the uh, the Sphinx Room on the Liberty Ship. Ooh, man! Yeah. I, 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 gotta, see, I don't think you can go to I Egypt to see that. Yeah, I got a picture with y'all over there at the uh, next to the next to the. Uh, the comedic the statue and whatnot. Yeah. 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 It. That was very powerful right there. I mean, oh, man, you, you know, it, it was beautiful seeing you brothers on that trip because we shared a similar experience in September when we took a trek to Mexico on the, um, on, what, what cruise line was that? Uh, damn, I'm forgetting. Part B for that. But um, it was it was wonderful, life changing. You know what I mean? Uh, the family, we we had a beautiful time with everybody that came through. Shout out to everyone who came on the trip. You know what I mean? Uh, they were just wonderful. We had some magical experiences as well. We went to Cozumel, climbed the pyramid, right. did our ritual there. We went to the Grand Cayman Islands as well too. Did a uh, a, um, a financial a money ritual. And things like that. So uh, just to see y'all, you know, basically following up and doing what y'all did, it was just a, it was heartwarming. You know what I mean? It was powerful. You know what I'm saying? It definitely was. And yeah. you know we what the highlight was? was? We that? had a Mayan guard. We had a Mayan um, tour guide, and yeah. he, his name was Jesus, but his name looks like Jesus. So he was talking about how uh-huh. he didn't like religious people because they would be like, why is your name Jesus? And he's like, it's not Jesus, it's Jesus, it's, it's J is silent. And you need to ask my mama that. You said be chipping on me, you know. But he went in. And I don't know if Azariah and my Jade talked about it because we were, we were late. But he went in yeah. and was talking about how the original, the original, the mother and father of all civilizations was the Nubians from Kemet from Egypt. He said the tightly coiled oh. hair, the beautifully large what? noses, along with exactly. the large lips. What I'm saying it is, it was amazing. Family. It was beautiful hearing yeah. it from other cultures. And that's what I'm saying. We I'm glad. Know true, you know, but it was really good. No, hearing. but when you hear the other, yeah, when you hear another culture, who sometimes we feel they don't like us, they don't like me. You know what I mean? They don't care about us. No, they are in Mexico, right? Telling you when you come to Mexico, wake up. This is what really is going on. Like this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you said that because guess what happened on our tour? Mm-hmm. Our tour guide, who goes by the name of Carlos, did the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. Same damn thing. The same damn time. What did Another he say, Carlos? Blue? Brother Carlos was like, look, he looked around, he was like, okay, it's cool. He was like, y'all are all, you know, melanated, carbonated people. I can share this story with y'all. He was like, you know how long I've been waiting for y'all? And everybody started looking at each other, and he just went in. He was like, look, 
He's like, I'm tired of reading the script that they give us to read when people yep. come down here and we got to talk this BS. He was like, we, he's like, I'm not Mexican. I'm Mayan ancestry. You know, Carlos is not even my name. You feel me? And he went into the whole aspect. The beautiful thing is that before we got there, we played uh, a lecture from Red Pill where he was explaining the whole aspect of the Inquisition and what the conquistadors did, you know, when it came to this particular landmass, you know, so the brother corroborated all of those details and even added more on from his own point. He was like, this place has been Christianized, you know, they captured the minds and the hearts of the people, you know, those that they have captured. But he's like, you are in Mayan country now. He's like, the spirit is still alive. And when we, when we when we cruise through there, you can see through the architecture that it you know it was still there. You can see through that's right a lot of other things. You know just just the culture and the way that people Blue. were carrying themselves. Yeah. Do me a favor. If do, can you go to Notalesh TV because I have a problem getting into the chat room for some reason. And can you drop the two links with uh, Carlos that we have on Notalesh TV on our YouTube channel? With Carlos talking, we have about 30 minutes of Brother Carlos going all the way in, just breaking it down and giving up the information. The same way that you caught yeah. your tour guide on tape, we caught him yeah, on we got, tape. Yeah, we got, we got um, Jesus dropping it on um, on tape, too. So we definitely going <laughs> to put that up on um, on our website, www.doc.emailbay.com. They wouldn't believe it. They wouldn't believe it if we didn't say it. And right. I came, and it goes right back to what Azariah was saying. You you get all of this information, it terraforms everything, and you begin looking at everything differently. You get back to the states, though. You got to move through the through the legions of knuckle draggers. You know what I'm saying? And now he, they got me looking for Mexicans. They got that that, that you know I, I'm I'm looking for Mexicans that's awake now. Right. You know yeah, it's I mean? muy importante like, to escuela español. As the mother and fathers of all civilizations, we gotta know how to speak to our children. You know, it's muy importante to escuela español. It's very important to yep. understand yep. and learn Spanish. You're right, because they out there, they're waiting on us. As a matter of fact, most of them, their grandmothers and grandfathers as dark as us. They know what it they is. They had that. They had that from us, you know. But I'm in California right now, so I, I got a different level of access, and they know what your story is. You know what I'm saying? They know what the story is, but because, you know, they have encountered a lot of hostility, they're not going to take a lot of time to explain to a people what their own story is when they see that, you know, the slumber that they're under is, is you know, somewhat quite acceptable. Watch this video. Sorry. Yeah. Greetings, family. It's Majade. He's got it. I'm, I'm sitting here busting. I'm like, whoa. But let me tell you, um, I had, um, Jesus had ran up to, uh, as we were walking, as I was walking back to the boat, he had ran up to me and um, and I said, you know, Jesus, you know, you know, give thanks for such a wonderful, um, you know, just talking. I mean, you were great, you know. I know you didn't have to say all that you said, but, you know, I just want to let you know that we truly appreciate it. 
and he, it seemed like he was shaking. I said, oh, no, no, it's okay. Don't be nervous. This, uh, this is just how I am because I guess I was staring at him. I stare. But um, okay. he, he, said, um, he said, oh, thank you so much. I said, no, thank you. So, uh, you know, he, he, I guess he really didn't know how much he touched us, you know. He really didn't know, but he knew then after I told him. <laughs> oh, good. Indeed. Yeah, so, but it was wonderful. And, and Khadija, I, you know, I had such a good time. And when we, Khadija and I went to the dance. We went dancing. <laughs> yes, to the ball, the ballroom that they had on the ship, What was the name of that room again? Do you remember, Khadija? You talking about the cigar room? No, we didn't dance in the cigar room. Um, golly, it started with a C, Cabot or something like that? Yeah, yeah something like that. It, it, that was amazing. We totally, did you know, we totally t- tranced out. We did our fairy dances and everything. It was, it was, wow. it was so powerful. It was just so yeah, powerful. Getting it in. Yeah, I was definitely yeah. getting in. But check yeah. this out, though. We, when we, when we go offline, like, the next time we sit down, I want to put together an event with a note alleged because the family comes out. You feel me? Like, the family definitely comes out. And, uh, you know, they, they wherever we go, wherever we take trips to, they're coming out. So I want to I wanna bring all of our families together. You know what I'm saying? I want to bring your network. I want to bring our network, Azariah's network, and maybe even other people's network we need to do a, a, a mod, you know, we need to do something huge and all get together because I'm telling you, family, there's nothing like these trips together. I, I saw what sovereignty felt like. I saw what I saw nationality realize because remember, those ships on the seas, that's the, those are those are that like I really experienced what maritime law and all of that stuff that people talk about. Like I experienced being on a ship where. We didn't worry anything about what's going on in the states. You see, you you guys saw the whole Coast Guard thing happen with the with the refugees, so it somewhat kind of reminded you of the fact that you were on a you know you were on a on a, on an America quote unquote USA ship or whatever. But when we were on the ship, no worries, no nothing. Exactly, it felt like a nation. Four. Yeah. And to top it off, our hotel, our uh, hotel, our uh, cruise ship uh, number was six six six. As of I and I. <laughs> I know y'all was like, and I know y'all was in heaven with that one. <laughs> you better know it. Yeah, that room was like a vortex. When I went in that room, it was like a vortex. I was like, wow, <laughs> serene. It was, it, was that that, it was that sex magic, you know, that's what you feel. <laughs> On a, on a high but scene, I feel you. I feel you, Red. You know, honestly, we all need to come together. We can we can destroy the harp systems with our thoughts. We can bring the sun closer, which will which will help speed up this global warming, so they can cut this mess out with the chemtrails. You know, and this yep. ease, we can do whatever when we come together. It's and powerful. It's yeah. God. I agree. My thing is, it's heightened on those waters because the minute we hit those waters, you know, from day one. We were experiencing, you know, what people would say are paranormal type of activities mm-hmm. in regards to, you know, sighting of the light ships following us every night. Then they had the um, the, uh, the 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 lightning clouds that was moving with us. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The lightning clouds without rain or thunder, just lightning all the way through. Wow. And then um, when we left Grand Caymans. The tornado formed. A tornado formed in the sea, 
you know, I my 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 understanding is that tornado later on became Hurricane Sandy. I'm willing to you know put that up against you know what anybody got to say because we saw where it formed and how it formed, and that's the same trajectory that it ended up following later on. Yeah, it and came also, up the Caribbean Ocean. Had, where yeah, it the the area that we directly passed over a few days later, they discovered the uh, remnants of Atlantis right underneath where we passed through. So all of these things, you know what I'm saying, somewhat added up to this monumental journey that, you know, they speak about in and, 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 and time, the, the return of the hero twins. And we went down there and we had the family and we touched those, those you know, those temples, you know what I'm saying, and definitely, definitely put some monumental work in, and it was transformational, not only for the family, but for humanity. Yeah. So I know that when we get together, those are the type of works that we could expect, you know, on that particular level. And not everybody's yep. ready for that. So, you know, if it's not their thing, then they can stay stateside and, uh, you know, hold down the fort something. No doubt. So, Brother Azariah and Dr. Arlene Bay, you already know there's a lot of things going on in the quote-unquote news, the, the, what, what Valentine used to call it, the, the snooze. <laughs> and uh, I want to cover some things that are going on. I know the family showed up. They 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 in large numbers tonight. They want to know some some information from both of you brothers, highly esteemed scholars. We're going to surpass the eleven eleven meditation tonight only because it was a very uh, interesting night. Blue, there was a you know blog talk was back to their usual, snoozual, you know, and uh, it took a while for things to get on the road. So as a result of that, we're going to just go straight into the information. And ride this out until the 12 o'clock hours. Everybody cool with that? Yes, brother. Okay. All right. So, first and foremost. Can't even drop no links. Say that again? The blog talk will not allow me to get inside of the chat room, so I can't even drop any links. Oh, yeah. They did the same thing to me. It's all good, though. Family, when you get a chance. Go to youtube.com forward slash Ledge TV or Filthmore 08 and on the page you'll be able to see the clip that we were talking about with our tour guide, uh, brother by the name of Carlos on the, the whole KTL Mexico trip. So, I want to begin with Boston. Okay, uh, apparently, you know, that's the hottest ticket in town right now with the propaganda, and um, they have successfully, in my opinion, I don't know how many people signed back up to go back into the Matrix, but from the way things are looking like, they have successfully plugged in a whole bunch of people with one foot out of the door on their way out, you know what I mean, of the Matrix. They're back in. They're back sleeping, you know what I mean? They're scared and shit. They don't want to be on the train. You know, they just bought into the remix. So... Based on the information and the research that both of you brothers have been doing, can you shed some light on that uh, situation or that incident? Yes, my brother. 
Yes, my brother. I think I mentioned earlier, though, um, and, and, and right now, though, to be honest with you, we, we should be those super conscious beings and really our main energy focus. And, and I understand explaining things for the people to understand. Um, but our energy should be focused on, you know, um, a little something that's what can we do as far as, as knowing all the science, the sunrise and all of the sunset, what can we do, what program can we put together, what kind of ritual can we do to heighten our abilities and our consciousness and allow that those other parts of the DNA and the percentage of the brain to open up to be able to make shit happen. But I do understand that 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 even even though over the years the brother Aleem um and, and and many other speakers we done broke down how to even know what rituals they're doing and all like that. And my brother Aleem just had a birthday. Happy birthday, young brother. Well thank but, God. Appreciate that. Yeah. Happy day. The reason why I remember your birthday because it's so close to Hitler's birthday. <laughs> yeah, the day before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so we know we seen Aline. This is Hitler's birthday celebration week. Okay, it's like a yeah. damn parade. The whole damn week was his. <laughs> I mean, Aline. we already talked about the Oklahoma bombings, the Central Park Five, the da 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 da, Waco, Texas. All of that always happens when. Hitler's right around the time of his birthday. It's a vortex yeah. open. Right. Right. So, yeah, so, blood, so what? The blood ritual. Yeah. What is a blood ritual? When you take pieces of body, when the Bible, what does the Bible say? Go take a lamb, cut that motherfucker up into pieces, and spread the blood all over the altar. Well, ain't that what happened? <laughs> you understand? Right, that happens know. in war too. So that's every time you see mass explosions and blood, and, gut, and they were giving you all the damn pictures of legs off. One nigga in a wheelchair already had amputee, but they showing him any motherfucking way. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? So you got the mind control and all of that, which we should Double all be beyond that already, man. That's what they do, man. They don't do nothing unless they're doing that. So that's that's what I'm trying to say. All the years of us saying that stuff, man, y'all got to remember, man, Hitler's birthday is certain dates. You know shit go down when you hear it, see it. Look at the dates. Look at the times. Look at the moon. All of that, the, the astrology and all of that, and, and you know. I mean, yeah. who could break it down better? I, I think Aleem had a damn occult calendar and shit in one lecture. We break it down every goddamn day. So, so we should know, all that shit. Should, we should be already, you know, already way beyond that. And now, what are we gonna do magically? You know, counter that stuff. You know, what can we say? What can we not say? And and, and those kind of things. You know what I mean, brother? And that, well, that's, that's where things, I'm at. That's yeah. what I want to know. Then those are the yeah, things that's, that we that's, need to that's share. That's where with I'm at, and that's why we have. This graveyard excursion coming up. That's why we had when Ali took we took the trip to Tulum. You know, you, you know these things. The, oh, these are very important things that we look at because it's us. It ain't you know it's just us, but it's not that. You are supreme, Ali. The, the whole state of North Carolina stays safe because damn, Ali is there. <laughs> Bobby Hammond is in Georgia, so ain't shit gonna go down over there. You understand your energy, just the power that you have that we just don't actualize. We, we, it's there, and whether you know it or not, those angles, those angels that you feed all that knowledge to, those angles that shoot off that energy into those angles that protect you, that keeps that whole area protected. There's a thousand fucked up niggas over there, but because my brother's over there, ain't shit gonna happen. You see what I mean? Yep. 
So we just needed one nigga up in the, in the Boston shit that had some consciousness. The shit wouldn't have the shit would have been a dud. <laughs> yeah. You understand? That's the same That's thing the that happened with, with Sandy. That's the type we, of we, thinking. Our exactly. mindset has to be like that. You have to be grounded on thinking like that. You know, we know about the Illuminati and all that dumb shit. What, you know, how come I wasn't there? Mm-hmm. You see, stuff like that. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, but it's, it's interesting to, to mock, to get the rituals and the dates and put all that together. And, wow, Illuminati, now what? How, what you going to do? Now, you got all the information. Now, let's see you counter that. Mm-hmm. You see? But no, the average person, you know, oh, don't fuck with that nigga has a right. That nigga's scary. That nigga's spooky and shit. <laughs> Yo, the nigga that put that bomb out there, real spooky. Them niggas that be blowing up shit and burning your motherfuckers and shooting you in the back, that's some real spooky shit there. You understand? But that's not your mode of warfare. That never was your mode of warfare. Your mode of warfare was always magical. That's why the first people they came after when they went into your villages and, and into your places where you, your indigenous land, parts of land, they would kill the shamans and the voodoo doctors first. They had to get that shit first. Then they had to take your gods and say, look, from now on, this god you serve is a devil, okay? And your medicine, your, 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 your herbs and shit, we're going to extract what we need out of that motherfucker making it into a white pill, okay? This is your medicine now. You understand? So it's countering that stuff right there, and it's all pretty much in the mind. And a lot of the information is right there in front of your face. Very simple things that we just, brother. When I when I got off that boat and came back to Florida, I thought niggas done lost their own goddamn nature. <laughs> they done lost their nature and shit. You know, I'm like, yo, I'm on the street in front of the National Black Theater. I'm eating off the birch tree, which birch, the whole damn tree is edible. The bark, we could crush that up and make a fucking bread. Drink the fucking water out the motherfucker. Eat all the leaves in a salad. They sweet leaves. And these niggas looking at me like, yeah, I don't know, man. That shit is crazy. And I'm, I'm eating them in front of them. I'm eating them in front of them. Giving it to people who's willing to eat it. Look, this is this is your food right here. This is your this is what you normally eat. Okay? But, you know, the mind says, well, I don't know, man. That shit ain't no can. I ain't get that shit off the motherfucking, out of the, out of the, out of the market. Yeah, I didn't have to pay for it. They'd be like, I ain't have to pay for that. I can't eat that shit. Not right. And, and dandelion, this is dandelion season, man. Are you kidding me? Well, yeah, right. hey, that's, that's that's where we at. That's where we at. So, so your ritual, if I had to do a ritual, a counter ritual, because remember, guns are made mainly out of metal and wood, okay? To counter, yeah. to counter their weapons, you would do a ritual using metal and wood. Okay, and, I, and, I, and we said this on a on a on a, on a tape, um, radio show before. Go make friends with a tree. Find you a tree that that's your tree. Everybody on planet Earth before the European got here had a tree. That's where you get the whole term family tree. You had a tree. Everybody had a tree. Okay, and you knew your tree. And you knew everything about it. That's where you read your book. That's where you sat at. That's your shade. That's where you ate from. Everybody had a tree, okay? Mm. So go go make friends with a tree. They have spirits in them, okay? You know, look at the trees. Is it positive? You know, talk to somebody who knows or whatever. 
you know, do your research on it. Does it look positive? Is the leaves pointing up, down, whatever? We had friends uh, in in nature, the spirit of nature, okay? And so those are simple little things, man, that you just connect right back to that will charge your energy. And and anyone who does this, you're going to recharge your energy twice as strong as it already was because you done made friends with a tree spirit. You see? Simple little shit. You see them crackers walking up there hugging trees and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, know what the hell they doing? Hey, Mm -hmm. Yeah. My grandmother is 85 years old And she has this huge tree in her yard It's massive And I know that tree is healing her It keeps her yeah. useful Hell yeah And also too we have a lot of farmland And her blackberries and her raspberries Are mass sweeter than anywhere I've ever tasted them Oh man I, I can walk outside right now In the middle of the damn Bronx and outside is these bushes that got wild raisins on them. Eat them shits every damn morning. When we come up there for the great meeting that African Bambada's hosting at the National Black Theater in July, we bring yeah. in produce. I just we start just planting watermelons, green peppers, corn, you name it, onions. We bring in produce, you know, mm-hmm. for you, by mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I love it. Um, now, we were talking about... Um, the sandy, the sandy vibration, and why they bringing that up and everything. I know y'all already know, family, but it's like they distract us. What's going on behind the scenes? We got to look behind the curtain too. They got this play yep. in front of us, this foolishness. But what's going on behind the scenes? And supposedly, what's going on behind the scenes is Barack has been brought up on um, war crimes, as well as George Bush and also Clinton. So it's a distraction. Mm-hmm. Yep. Heard about that so, as well. Azariah, can I get you to touch on what happened with the gold market? Okay. What happened with these precious metals? Because the gold market affected silver, copper, and a lot of other things. And all of this took place Monday morning, right before, coincidentally enough, these bonds went off gold tanked. I think, it went, I think gold dropped about 500, right? It, it Yes, it dropped considerably uh, more so than it's, you know, dropped in a, a bunch of years. I don't have the exact numbers, but it was a drastic, drastic drop. People lost billions of right. dollars, but that means they also made, you know what I'm saying, a few billion because it went back up. So Oh, that's, you know. that's what it's going to do. Anytime you see gold drop, Especially five or six hundred dollars. Hurry up and buy it. Hurry yeah. up, because you gotta remember. Think outside the European box. This shit exists, was way before him. Egypt and all of that. That ain't got nothing to do with him whatsoever. It's an energy. Now, right. the the gold. Whenever you see gold drop more than a hundred dollars, it's gonna pop real high. It's gonna by the end of this year, it's gonna be probably out of reach for a lot of people. So whenever, like when that $500 thing went down, whatever funds you had at that moment, you should have grabbed whatever you possibly can. But a lot of the people selling it shut themselves down. They didn't want, they knew that people knew to jump in at that stage. So what they did was they said, we're not going to sell it. Now you did have vendors selling it, but you know, they wasn't selling like the, um, the Cougarans and, Certain certain types of coins, mostly the new ones they were selling, pandas and all like that. They always still selling those, but they want uh, 
if you if you buy like a panda or something like that, you're gonna pay a premium of no less than two hundred dollars. So you're still gonna pay higher than the normal uh, price of gold if it's coming from uh, the panda. The, I think it's the 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 Chinese coin. The Chinese coin is higher than every all the other coins by two to three hundred dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now now ask yourself this. This is what people, people do this is research. what people have to get. Yeah. This is what you have to get. You have to understand what I'm getting ready to say. The U.S. government is producing $1 silver eagles. Okay? That is different from what the Federal Reserve is printing. You understand me? Make sure you understand this. That means that this is legal currency. The United States of America or Al Morocco produces silver coins that cost forty dollars. In order to get one dollar from the United States of of Al Morocco, you have to use forty Federal Reserve notes. Okay? Uh-huh. So for one free money you need forty slave money. Wow. Okay, so this is not a coin produced by a private agency, by a foreign government. It is produced by the United States. It says it on the coin. Understand me? Okay, so don't get caught out there thinking that the paper money that you have in your pocket is going to get you somewhere. Most of the rich people don't even deal with that. They don't even deal with that. They don't deal with paper money. They don't even touch it. Okay? We still touch it, and you still they still use coinage on the buses because they're trying to get the rest of the silver, and they're taking all the copper, and they're taking all the nickel. So uh, if, if you're going to do anything about any feature, remember the word, if you look up in Black's Law Dictionary, gold, it says sovereign. It says sovereign. Underneath there, um, you got other definitions there, too. But it says sovereign, and Aline could tell you if you look under more, uh, look under land, it says more. Mm-hmm. You understand me? So it's imperative that people understand that the stock market is no longer on Wall Street. It's in your hands and in your face. So, again, I go back to cash for gold. Cash for gold because we know the real money, the U.S. currency, the real shit, is in coinage, not only did Kennedy sign it back in law, but the first law that tried to take it away, they couldn't take it away because they lost the case, the one case they brought up before the, uh, 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 the court. The government uh, lost the case because the bill was not signed by the Secretary of State. It was signed by the president, which was the wrong signature, so the money couldn't be taken away. So you're, the banks and all of that, that's all run by foreign foreign corporations and entities whereas you have you do have US money the smart people who who have the al moroccan the silver the gold and the copper that is true currency which represents sovereignty they must understand that so when you see any of those three metals drop down it's dropping down because it's like a slingshot you pull it back so she can fly also, too, we are um, we're in a program that you can acquire gold and silver for forty cents on the dollar, 
and the science behind that is coming together. One person brings in four people with $50, then you get $125 worth of silver. If you do a $100 level, oh. then four people, you get $250 worth of silver. And it's, I love it because it's private, and you're getting gold bullion coins that are highly tradable. I love solutions. You also check your change. When you get your change, check and see if it's for 1965. Because if it is, then you need to throw that to the side. It might be a dime, a nickel, or a quarter. That's worth three dollars. You know, yep. a do- ten cents worth three dollars. That's a come up. That's three hundred times. <laughs> you know, what I mean? you, you trying to flip, you flip the three hundred. So that's you a know, you flip. can go in a store. You can go in a store with a dollar and buy. Somebody might buy a Lucy cigarette and get all this change back. You just got back more money than you gave them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So family you got check copper, Yes. Even if your quarters and dimes ain't silver, guess what? They all copper. Yes. But see now they're changing all that to these toxic metals. All these little toxic cheap metals that they're using now. Very little um copper in there now. So um I mean it's up to whatever whoever's listening to do these things is to make sure you always go through your change, get your little change jar. All your quarters before 64, those are silver, and the ones before 84, those are copper. So those are decent, too, because they have a lot of copper in it. And then the pennies before 1983, 82. Any of those pennies, you don't want to get rid of none of those pennies, because remember what I said before, the highest coin, the most expensive coin, the most priciest coin on planet Earth is a damn penny. Matter of fact... So there's a penny that's worth $38,000. Yeah, yeah. What year was that? Mm-hmm. What year was that one? It's an Indian head penny. I saw that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, cause a lot of jewelry that I had made, like, um, like in the beginning, I used um, a lot of precious coins, and so they're out there. So, it's, it, you know, you, people, whoever bought the pieces, you know, so whoever is listening and you have a piece, check the date, because you could also always pass them down as heirlooms, you know, later on. Mm-hmm. And, every, and and every once in a while I'll I'll make a uh, something with you know a silver coin with you know a piece of jewelry or something like that so you know it's just something to hold on to and just um oof just keep forever right it's something it's something look and when I when I tell people to buy gold and silver I'm not saying buy it so that you could go and cash it in and all like that no this is something that's passed down through your family not only through your family but I'm I'm telling you in your lifetime in your lifetime. You will be able to buy a whole goddamn block for like two gold coins and shit, a whole a house and shit for one. This is you're gonna see this. This is going to happen. It's headed that way already. Houses are dropping like real cheap. They're giving them to damn squatters and all kind of shit. I'm telling you, you're gonna be able to. If, if a person ever wanted a store or something like that, boom, you'll be able to do it because you got the type of collateral that not only J C Penny and all them other uh 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 um uh, those um um. Uh, uh, corporate entities want—they want the gold too. So the only way they're going to get it is for them to allow a, a, a way for you to be able to give it to them, which they are already taking cash for gold for houses all over the United States now, and silver is on the way up. So this is your opportunity to move into the copper realm, okay? Because silver. You could get silver, uh, like the brother Aleem and, and, and his wife, you want to talk to them about that and get whatever you can, um, in small denominations, any anywhere from a dime to a dollar. Okay, but mostly like dimes and quarters and get some dollars too. 
um, especially the if you could find the Tupi coin, um, which came out in 2008, which was a silver United United States of Al Morocco coin. Also, those are already at two thousand dollars a piece. Okay, wow. so so now we're talking about outside of what the stock market is saying. It dropped down 500. You're talking about the value of the date and the rarity of the coin, and 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 those kind of things too that go along with it. So like if you buy a, a silver coin today and wait 10 years, not only did your silver go up, but the value of it went up because of the rarity of it and the date. You understand? So so it's it's, it's a lot of uh, uh, implications on how how to function with this. And I highly recommend that, um, you know, whenever you get some coins in your pocket, I don't care if you get it from the corner store or whatever, make sure you take a real good look at those. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know also that silver certificates are redeemable. Mm-hmm. Silver certificates are redeemable. Okay, so you get some of those sometimes if you work for transit or whatever or in a store and a lot of money passed through your hands, you know, buying, selling and all like that. Look at the bills. Look at the top of the bill. You have national notes. You have silver certificates. You have Federal Reserve notes. You have all types of notes out there that are are very very valuable. And some of them, even there are even some Federal Reserve notes that are, are valuable depending how old they are. You see, so I mean it's a sure. great hobby because that hobby is going to solidify your collateral for what you need to do. Yeah. Oh, ain't nobody got no job. Ain't got this. But what do you have? Okay, what do you have? Oh well, I got this stack of silver coins. You see what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah. So be very alert on that, and you still, you still have an opportunity. This is this is it's closing fast. It's closing fast. You have, I see, you have no less than two years to do what you're going to do with that. And because, but not a goal link, mm-hmm. that stuff ain't going to stop popping up. Because, because, because I don't care how low it gets. I already made money off. Of, I bought a gold coin about five years ago, six years ago. For eight hundred dollars, that shouldn't go down to a thousand. I still mm. made money. True. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So, so you know it's going to bounce way up there. You got? I know people that paid two hundred fifty dollars for a gold coin. True. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we paid. We did. <laughs> we got it the ten years ago. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And so, so that's that's one alert that you want to put out there is to why. When the crackers started leaving Katrina, why y'all standing there watching? Mm-hmm. Okay, the nigga telling you cash for go every goddamn where. He, why y'all standing Everywhere. there watching? Everywhere, especially where we at in the ghetto. Yeah, yeah. So it's upsetting because even if you don't have a business sense, this is very easy to understand. This is very very easy to understand. Okay, and to do. I mean, yo, just not get a hundred dollar pair of sneakers this year and get you exactly. silver coin. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> That's the truth. And not, I'm not even talking about the healing properties and the magical aspects and all of that. I'm just talking about just as collateral. Right. God, you dropping the jewel because you know when you after the cru- cruise you were talking about copper, so I started just noticing they got copper cleaner in, in the store. Come on, y'all. Man, that's like a copper cleaner next to the silver cleaner. Yep, those coppers, those, those crackers put copper tone on their skin. Yeah. They even have copper. Like you can get a ounce. You can get a pound of copper for eight dollars. Come on, family, that's doable. That's the price of a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. 
<laughs> wait a wait a pound of copper is eight dollars. Yes, God, you can get it off of eBay. And also, if times get hard and you done accumulated your dimes that was before 1964, you can sell them jokers on eBay for six dollars, three dollars for shipping. Yeah. Three dollars. Wow. For one dime and then three dollars for shipping, and mail that junk with a forty-five cent stamp. You don't hook them up. But you don't want to. You don't want to do that right now. No, but you know, like some people, like the shorty on YouTube, where she played herself. You feel me? You ain't got to do that. You can sell a cup. You know what I mean? You might. You don't never know. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you something as well about, and I'm reaching right now. But you know, I'm like, why not? What's what do you what do you feel of what do you? And this question is for both of uh, Azariah and Eileen, because we are all in the community. We are all ha- we all have access to uh, different groups of people and things of that nature. How do you feel about crowdsourcing at this point? And for anybody that's not familiar with crowdsourcing. Crowdsourcing will be similar to what you see on Kickstarter and Indiegogo. It's uh, it's it's the new way to basically take ideas and concepts such as this, putting money together to acquire precious metals and things like that that will actually help us so we don't have to waste time talking about what's wrong or what happened or what had happened and all of this other stupidness. We could deal with solutions and empower ourselves. So... Theoretically, what crowdsourcing would do, where you would put up a, a thing on one of these websites and say, "Well, I'm I want to I want I want ten thousand dollars in one month because we have a plan to acquire all of these precious metals to actually begin not only to start a bank, but to begin to protect ourselves and empower ourselves so we could go and make moves and we don't have to worry about fiat." And what the crowdsourcing does, because the people believe in the people that are starting the campaign not only do they believe in them but they be, you know but but they believe by casting votes of you know giving up dollars they cast their votes by by actually donating money towards you know these ideas and i'm 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 watching this stuff i'm following a lot of these europe because it's mostly europeans is winning right now with that whole crowdsourcing thing and i'm saying to myself if this community really is about what they say that they are about, you know what I mean, the concepts that they that they profess, if they really about that life, they would get into this whole crowdsourcing thing, and we would use shows like this just to get on and let the family know, give them an update as to what's going on. There is no more, you know, uh, you know, um, quiet time or, or we just chilling for a few. No, we going hard. Until they turn the lights out, you know what I'm saying. We we'll keep, you know, this is, and this is how you build. So, I just wanted to ask both of the callers, what are, what are your feelings about, you know, introducing stuff like this into the community? Uh, is the community ready? Yeah, I know you ain't talking to me, but hell yeah, they ready. <laughs> okay, now I'm yeah, talking no to everybody on the line. <laughs> right, right, no, no doubt. Um, that's what we was talking about um, with this um, gold silver um, program that we talking about um, that my wife broke down earlier. That can be a way in order to um, definitely do this sourcing program because aspects of it can actually not just be for individual usage, but parts of it can actually be used in order to, like you said, start a bank or credit union or whatever we need to do 
in order to, um, you know, definitely put some real um, material things together here. You know, I mean, we need manufacturing, we need distribution centers, we need everything that we can possibly do as far as being self-sufficient. And we're not yeah. going to get that, you know, just talking on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So we definitely need to start doing some things on a def- on a, um, on a higher level here. And we got to start thinking bigger. There's no doubt about it. I agree. Okay. Yes, I agree. Okay. And um, education is the key. And then you have to have a certain level of trust. When we talk about it more in science, we talk about a trust, and that's that's mainly what is is really because the money flows. You know, I, they could talk about well, you know, the, there's no jobs and all that shit, but I ain't gonna lie, niggas be, been getting money and know how to get money. I don't know a nigga that don't know how to get no money from some fucking where. Okay, that's right. So niggas shit. having money, there man. They be no having every fucking thing they want and all there that shit. Go. So right. there's a level of trust that has to come, and the trust is not going to come until they understand how finances work. They, you know, people do what they do with their money and then figure someone else going to do it to them if they don't do it. That's how people think, you know, who yeah. are not educated, who, who don't understand how finances work and how, how trust and discipline works. So without that, you know, we need to, like, say Brother Uman Johnson, he's coming to New York. He's moving to New York, actually. Yeah. His level of teaching will prepare, so does the Brother Polite. So does the Brother, the brother Polite. His teachings prepare people's mindsets to be able to absorb that type of thing, to absorb and understand what a trust really is. So so, so without that, and, and even Dr. Alim. He, he, you know, going through the whole more science with the law and all of that, it teaches you about trust. And that yeah. is one of the most key things that is lacking, and, and it's purposely done, of course, through television and, so, and movies and so forth, um, in, 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 in the melanated um, um, financial area, you know? so I agree I, with you. Yeah, so, so we got to understand that not everybody has fully – Melanated centers in the brain, as opposed to. Well, we shouldn't let them be the stagnation. The people who yeah. do trust and the people who are ready, they have to stand up and do it. And then when everybody else wake up, it's like, voila, this is what we did. Voila. We pull the curtain off mm-hmm. everything. Like, word, this is what we did while you were asleep. But that's okay. He go your pee. Right. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So, it's it. We got everything I, we need. I do feel like. You know, we have some bona fide geniuses. I'm talking about, mm-hmm. I mean, just just like to the point where they may be special. You know, they that smart. You know, and we can come up with all kind of different concepts. So a challenge of convincing a community that they should trust us and that there's that there's benefits in trusting us. I feel like that's that's a small task. That's something that you know, and it and it's a small task, but it's something that has defeated many of these, you know, many of us in in the, in the um in the past. You know, it's something that's weighing down the community at this point. And um, but too many of us have been to lectures. We've watched all of the DVDs. We watch all of the YouTube clips. If you don't trust polite or what he teaches, or if you don't trust what Umar or Claude Anderson brings to the table at this point in the game. When all of these different lecturers have come through and transformed themselves into prophets, 
from the stuff that they were talking about. You, you, you feel what I'm saying? Like, you could go grab you an old Eileen Bay from the 90s. You could grab an Azariah from the 90s. You could grab a Phil and a Bobby. These are your prophets. Because the stuff that they were talking about, there was no websites that you could get all of your information from and do a show and act like you deep and whatnot, but you're really reading off of the web. It wasn't none of that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't these brothers were tapping in to something that was more arcane, a knowledge that you just you couldn't buy or you couldn't download. They were touching into they were tapping into something else. So at the end of the day, and this is post twenty twelve, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, if the people don't trust these teachers and what they bring forth and their information and the level of information that they're bringing in real time, I really don't know what to say. I would say that you're talking to the wrong people. Well, yeah, and, and not only that, but the information, yeah, remember you have levels of information that could disassociate people. They, you know, um, say, for instance, they come to a level that Ali might be on or myself, and they may be disassociated because they, it's too high, too much, too fast for them. So yeah. there, there has to be there's stair steps that you take, and those stair steps have to first teach what tr- power, which produces the trust. Power and then the trust, and the people in power are political people, and those are people that are like the Sharptons and all of that who are no good. So, so, but they have power, just like Farrakhan and all that. They easily say, "Hey, we're going to do this," and nobody got a problem with it, no matter what he has done. See, but the, when you start entering higher dimensions, the the amount of people fall off because of the lack of not only uh, uh, understanding. And since they don't understand, they have a lack of interest, which creates confusion, which then in turn create the doubt. You see, so it's yeah. not for everybody that we're talking to on, on, on this radio show, for everybody to do what we say, only for those who have an understanding or overstanding of what's going on. So, so you have levels of how to get things done. Some people who listen to us right now don't know what the hell I'm talking about with this silver gold. It's, it has no reason whatsoever in their in their consciousness. So exactly. the, the, uh, the, the but in European uh, the European he has multitudes of people that they could think they could trust based on systems and uh, 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 their banks and this that and the other. The money's somewhere. Okay. They have that to, to lean on, whereas we don't have that to lean on because the people in place on that level are the people who actually sold you out or, or did whatever they, they do for the European to keep you calm. So now when you come to the level that we're on here, uh, dealing with like uh, what I call the superconscious, not the conscious, the superconscious, a lot of times it's hard to get things done as far as group consciousness because it's not a big group. It's not a big group, and it never really will be a big group. Mm-hmm. If you have people that will come out to the lectures, they'll, you might be 100, 200 strong at a Phil lecture, but when you get down to the wire, to the real deal, he got about 12 people sitting around him. I know, yeah. because I go back, with, I remember these days, I remember this. Okay? Yeah, I and I know, I, I know people who came to his lecture that don't know no consciousness, they just heard somebody going to be talking about Obama or something like that. So when, the higher you get, it's just like sifting gold. The gold comes up and all the other stuff just falls out to the bottom. But the only thing you can do is stand on your square and show a level of integrity, and they can look at that person and say, I want to do what he does. I want to know what he knows. 
And so that's why you stand on your square 24-7, because they don't go by systems. You don't have the power of banks and things. You have only your own integrity. Mm-hmm. So, so we went to Tulum. We walked in our integrity. And they knew who we were everywhere we went. Even one of the brothers had his black fez on. They, they, they would stop me. Everybody was ahead of me because, you know, I walked slow so, so my different bodies can stay together. So I walked slow, and they they breaking down all kind of stuff, where the monkey's at, where this at, where the, where the baby lion's at, and all kinds of things. So so all mm-hmm. these things that, that I came in contact with is basically based on how I carried myself consciously through the whole the whole uh, trip. Yes. And, the, and and the way you if you if you do it you know if you move at such a pace where your astral body and your mental body stays together because it said express so I understood what I had to do put on the mic so I can hear what they're saying because I'm not gonna be expressing my ass. <laughs> I'm gonna be walking really really slow because there's too much shit I came here to do. You know so I did that and then. Just by doing that, the amount of Mexicans that stopped me and wanted to talk to me, and, yo, over here, I see you got the monkey shirt on, we got them right there, come over there, this, that, and the other, and all these kind of things that I found out that I probably would not have normally found out if I had, like, just, was right, you know, like, just ran to the tombs, you know? Yeah. So it's integrity. It's the way you stand. It's the way you, the way you, you, you cannot be fearful. The same way you go in court. Once that, it's just like a lion, just like a dog, just like a cat or any kind of animal, they smell that fear like goddamn fried chicken. Yes, they do. That's right, because fear is chicken. And so that right there, when you speak, when you when you go, even if I'm going, I'm going to go down to 42nd Street on the train, you got to remember every step of the way who you are and who's, people watch you. Okay, people watch you and they know who you are. They see you. Okay, in Mexico, they know the difference between a knuckle dragon nigga and a real nigga. Yes, they okay? did. Yeah, knuckle really dragon did. won't be going to no goddamn temples. Look <laughs> at <laughs> that nigga going to fucking Cancun or some shit. Ain't no knuckle yeah. dragons going to no damn temples. They know who we were. Hey, yep, same thing with us. They knew who we was off the back. And it was because, like you said, there was was a level that we carried ourselves. They listened to us. They listened to what we were talking about. You feel what I'm saying? They they looked at what we were wearing. Are these niggas wearing that buffoonery shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, are they wearing, uh, the women wearing six-inch heels and, you know, uh, uh, is their body part hanging out? You know what I mean? And they paid attention. And what they did is they drew a conclusion that these are some red niggas. You know what I mean? These are some red niggas. This, these ain't the kind, of, the kind of Negroes that we used to. So they opened up and give us. They gave us everything without us even asking for it, because they knew what we came for. Because they know when we come back, what we're gonna be looking for. So. Yeah. Nah, I mean, you know I mean, above I gotta and beyond all of that, but let's. Uh, Hello? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, even it, though it, you know, it, getting to the um to and going into Mexico we had to take a, a, a small a smaller boat. So it was very, very choppy, but that still didn't deter us, 
you know, from doing mm-hmm. what we had to do. You know, yes. remember yeah. that did that was same thing. Yeah. Oh my God. We, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got yeah, on that, the boat. We yeah. had to get on the boat. It takes us from the, uh, you know, the actual ship to to the land. I believe mm-hmm. it was to Cabo. The ferry. Um, yeah, the ferry. Yeah, we got VIP we, were, we got so on the yacht. They had the Europeans. Yeah, yeah they had the the Europeans sitting upstairs in the hotness, and they brought us downstairs with the AC. Wow. And you know the Mexican brothers came down, and we was just kicking it. You know. They're serving us tequila. Yeah. Yeah. They had the they had the TV screens and all of that. Yeah. They were asking us for those got, like if I for those tricks. Look, let me explain something. Okay. You wilding out. They didn't see Negroes at all. They saw nobles, all right? And that's why those particular doors opened up, all right? And that's why they treated us with the level of respect, all right? That's why we was received the way that we was, and that's why throughout the entire journey, it was a magical experience, you know? So that was that. And, you know, I mean, for those that didn't, those, I don't want to take away anything from anyone but those were just tests, you know what I'm saying? Some people passed, and some people stayed where they were. But for those that were able to endure those particular tests, they got a little bit further on the journey, you know what I'm saying? And their vision quest took them a little further. Some people are still living in that particular quest, you know? So, you know, all of those things were at play, as they always will be. It was just a little more intensified, because, like I said, the closer that you get to that grid, you're getting away from what's being beamed on us constantly down here, just adding to the stupor, you know, or, or just the dumb foulness of, you know, the, the slumber that the people are in. So you have just a clearer access to these cosmo, this cosmic energy that's on this grid. And it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful experience. And it's a beautiful experience tonight that we could combine those experiences you know, we aren't even uh, a, a, a solar season removed from that experience, and here y'all are with a whole new experience. So we need to commemorate and have something towards the end of this calendar year where the whole family could, like you said, either really go back to that locale or somewhere else. You know, just well, have we've a been getting a lot of vibrations to go to the British Museum. Family, we've been to the British Museum. I don't even know how they got these houses type structures in there. Like, well, how did you fly this over this? They think big. Even the boat, you know, they got six levels on the boat. That's people who think big. We need to think bigger, family. So yeah. we, we can go to the British Museum. That was powerful. I know Um, we were over there. The guy was like, if you think this is amazing, then you need to go to Scotland. We got all your people's stuff there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the next trip. Yeah, that's what the curator told us. So the British, I don't know, the British Museum or or Scotland or wherever, wherever we want to go, let's go. I love to go. Yeah, let's just go. Well, mm-hmm. I would love to see all of y'all in Spain one day soon. We, you know. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it's so funny you said that, brother. I was just about to say Spain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was, was just about to say Morocco. Spain. Yeah, well, Andalus. I was sharing with the family that uh, I got my Spain, you know, I, I worked that out this weekend. I met a jazz musician from Madrid, Spain. You were out there as a ride when we were filming a video. Right, and, right. Um, 
we're actually going to do a documentary. So uh, we're about to start a Kickstarter campaign, and we're going to Spain. You feel me? And it's yeah. going to be the return. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be the return of the more because in order to get back that which was taken from you, you got to go back to where it was taken from. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it goes back to what, you know, and this is for the Moors out there, you know what I mean? All in the temple and wherever else, you know, you find yourself. Like, it's time to demonstrate in places where your ancestors, you know what I mean, both went to war at and built civilizations up. That energy is on the grid. Them people is over there having a ball tapping into the stuff that's still there. But they... The, the the jazz musician, the brother from Spain, told me like he was like, "All you gotta do is come back and get it." Mm. Nobody ain't holding nothing from you. It's there for you if you know who you are, bro. Mm. And that's, that's true, brother, because that's true because I met a guy from Morocco and he gave me a book uh, showing this of artwork showing how the the in Morocco how the black woman dresses. And I put that in my book. I put all of, even with the, the beautiful writing and everything, the Moroccan, um, the Moroccan um, um, alphabet, how they write the and everything in that in my yeah. new book. So yeah, they, and they, they were like, that. "Wow, Moors." Yeah. So you're right. You're and right, then, brother. You know, you have your history of jazz musicians. You even have your history of hip hop artists such as Kanye, who when it took refuge. In um, France, he's not even with the woman. He ain't even with Kim Kardashian. She's having, she's pregnant with a child. He's over there in Europe. So you have a lot of artists that get lost in Europe. You have a lot of artists um, who go overseas and never come back because, yeah, they might not put a fez on you. They might not have a nationality card for you and change your name to Ellen Bay, but they're gonna treat you like a Moor. They tapping into True. this, to this dormant to a dormant memory that, that our brothers have our brothers have this inside of them and they're like, Well god damn it, I'm over here getting treated like royalty. What's this about? These Europeans must not be that bad. Missing the point. Missing the point that no, it's not about them not being that bad or they're not as racist as the Europeans over here. You're just going back to a place where your DNA where where you originally came from you know what I'm saying? Where you basically have uh you, you were responsible for the for that land, that moral land being what it is today. Its greatness is, is owed to you. So you going back there, that's like your reparations. They're not treating you any way that you didn't treat yourself, bruh. This is nothing you know what I'm saying? Like so this is what people you know, this is what they get excited about. Going back to the land of the Moors being treated like a Moor, and then you never hear from them again. They come to New York, or they come back to America and run. They they get the hell out of here. They come and get whatever they have to get. You don't even know that they're here because they don't want you to know because they're living it up over there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I look for the day when we could all take excursions all around the world. That's what we all here doing, you know, building that, that, that future for ourselves because, you know, that's what we've always done. And I don't feel I don't I don't know why why it needs to stop. It should not. It, it should never have to stop. Never. You right, no. God. I've been to France, and um, they love and honor us over there. It's really similar to New York too. Mm-hmm. So I see, yeah. I see what you're saying, and also the traveling aspect. It really opens up your mind. You know, it, it changes your mindset on things. And real quick, somebody named Perfect. 
me, no, Picture Me Perfect, um, asks, where can you actually buy real gold? Well, if you're interested, you can group purchase gold and silver with us. And if I can, I'd like to give our number. Of course. It's 910-364-9099. And we also have a website that I'm really proud of. It's Dr. Alim Elbay. That's D-R-A-L-I-M-E-L-B-Y. E-L-B-E-Y. Yo, me, me and my queen spent yep. three days on your site. <laughs> well, please give us some um <laughs> Some compliments, please give us some constructive criticism. We are really putting a lot Your of energy site into it. Is dynamic. You hear me? <laughs> Your site nah, real talk. Your site is dynamic. It is a plethora or a plethora tomato tomato. It is it is just it's chock full of information. You know what I mean? It, it had me all I had like eight web pages opened up, just taking the information, following up, going to do research and all kind of other things. Whoever built that, I want to say honest, you know what I'm saying, because you gave us a chunk right there. You know what I mean? Me and Aleem did yeah. it. We did it together. And Aleem's whole um, point was to show everybody that we have the same origin, you know, so that we we can be unified. You know, it's nothing wrong with unity. I know the Europeans taught us to pull each other down or whatever. You know, we all came from the same origin. We're the same we're saying the same thing, just differently. Um, also, too, we hooked up Google AdSense. So if you want to contribute but you don't have it, because I know they got us working these jobs and we in the Matrix, we appreciate y'all who are in the Matrix, click a Google ad. Click a That's Google it, AdSense. And, I'm so and glad you that you said Hold on, hold on. I got to okay. just give me one second. I got <laughs> <laughs> Family, just click the Google ad, family. Like, if you don't got it this week, you know, I understand. Conditions are what they are because we're not unified. We ain't putting our minds together. So in the meantime, between time, like the sister said, there's Google AdSense. You you could dedicate, you you could say, you know what, I'm going to click on that thing ten times a day if need be. I'm going to just keep clicking. It's just click click away, go on people's blogs and just give them that click because that's that 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 thing adds up right there, family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That thing adds up. These people, these nice people who are responsible for creating the internet, they did a lot of good things for people who's willing to work together. They made a lot of things accessible. That's why I refuse to buy into the concepts that they're trying to dish out here. These people who are caught in these these time warps, you know what I'm saying, where they suffering and stuff because they don't realize that they living in the future. It's not that hard, family. It's not that hard. They they've created a lot of doors. They've created a lot of opportunities for us to win right now. We just got to be focused. And you know, it's back to what I uh, what uh, Azariah said, and I thank you for that, brother. That um, it's not about getting caught up in the distractions because it's the distractions that have us boggled down, nonproductive. I feel, you know what I mean? Like, it's a no-brainer at this point. It's, it's people always coming up to your table asking you questions that they know the answer for. Like the brother Azariah said, it's people that I saw at the field lectures in the 90s, and they still be asking the same questions. <laughs> 
That's true, brother. <laughs> they they come up to Azariah, and I be wanting to, I be wanting to like put them under citizens' arrest. You know what I'm saying? Because they out there bothering yes. the brother when they know better. All right, Red, do this because you know oftentimes when we have Azariah on the show, there's a lot of people that want to speak to him. And being that we have both of these brothers on the show, I know that there's a gang of the family with their hands up. You know what I'm saying? They want to highlight your brother, so... Let's, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Right. You want to set it off? Excuse me? You want to go ahead and open up the lines, or you want me to do it? Okay, because I'm about to um be mobile. Okay. All right, let's go ahead and go to these callers. Oh, man, I didn't realize there were so many hands up. They are definitely in the building. Um, for the family in the chat room, do me a favor and call in if you want to remain on the call. The uh, call-in number is 347-637-2135. I do not have access to the chat room at this moment. You know, that that's that, them boys at Blog Talk. But uh, call in. Call in the show. is 10 minutes left. 347-637-2135. I'm going to go ahead and go to our first caller for the night. We have a caller from the 313-427. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Greetings. Peace, the KTL Radio, live from Detroit, Michigan. What's going on? The D, peace to Detroit in the building. What's good with you? I'm going to say this. This hard getting on this show, and, and I'm going to ask y'all with humbleness and spirit, first of all, I want to thank Miss Aline Bay. This is Brother Rich Black. You spoke to me last year. Hello, I can you hear me? I can hear you. I can't complain, guys. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say two things real quick. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, I'm going to say this real quick. Uh, And I'm going to talk in poetic because I want to bomb. When I talk this, I want you to deliver a bomb. We're going to set all the phone calls tonight. <laughs> Miss Bay, Sister Bay, you called me last year around October, a month before my 33rd birthday, speaking on your silver program, and you caught me in a dark portal. See, I live in Royal Oak, Michigan. See what I'm saying? I want you all to Google Royal Oak, Michigan, because that's where all the wealth is out here outside of Detroit while we go to this EMF, Emergency Management Finance. And the portal sits on 11-mile road next to the 44th District Court right here where all the wealth and all the money is, the health stores and everything. See, you called me last year where you was talking about silver. See, but I came across next month I had a $5,000 deposit from a from a, um education fund that I received for serving in the military. See, I'm ready to do business. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Let me, let me finish because I want to bomb after this. I want to get the copper, silver, and gold because I'm going to tell you in the spirit world, I did end up purchasing some silver from Canada, and, and I'm going to tell you how real I am. I, I purchased 11 pieces of silver, and, and, and I gave it to two young ladies that were working the streets with their bodies, and they didn't know why I gave it to them. And the spirit world was so showed me the real stuff. I want another portal to be shown. Madison Heights, Michigan, the Mount of the Lord. 
you know, then you see the brother motif and everything playing out, all of these things. I'm not implicating myself. I'm just saying when these things happen, you know what I'm saying, if you can't put yourself, if you can't make sense of it somehow, some way to relate yourself to the situation, not to whether you did it or not or you're responsible, but, you know, like what does it mean on a different level? Are you cognizant of your connection to all things? Because we are all connected to all things, you know what I'm saying? And the minute you start disconnecting yourself from that, you're putting yourself in a very weird place in this universe. So, yeah, I appreciate the fact that you are willing to share and say that. And I'm very grateful. You know, I'm very appreciative. I've been your guys show for two years. I'm grateful to Sister Bay and Brother Bay. I've watched the YouTube. Shout out to Coach K. That's my guy. Sister Myra oh. and Paul Strong. Everybody. You know what I mean? We got to get to the promised land. You know, I'm you know, I'm not with all the negative and all that. I don't want to hear that. Well, how are we going to get there? That's all I want to see. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Dude. You ain't the only one. <laughs> yes, sir. You ain't the only one. You ain't the only one, brother. I, that, that's, wanna, that's what we're here to do, man. You know what I mean? So I want to thank you for uh, reaching out, you know what I mean, and sharing that with us. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you again. And uh, we definitely, we look forward to coming out on your end as well. You know what I mean? We do have uh, some things in the works. So we will be in that area before the summer is out. God yes, willing. We, yes, definitely, we definitely need, out this way, you know, outside of New York and Atlanta, Detroit, you know, is a very special, very, very conscious kind of community that's ready to explode. I mean, it's exploding with, with all this economics, you know, depleting through the, through the beast and whatever else, but I can see it, you know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you one more scenario. If you go on Google and you research the, the Pontiac Silverdome, they have actually taken off the top of the Silverdome, but this is the same place where they filmed The Wizard of Oz. So they're taking the, the, mm. the, the, the brain off the, off the Silverdome and trying to pour in some negative demons inside the dome where it's urban, where there's moors walking around. It's called the Pontifist. See what I'm saying? Mm. Wow. Not outside of wow. Okay. Well, with that being said, you know, I don't know if you could still stay on. I want the brother Azariah to segue very quickly into what it is that you were telling me about the Pope, you know what I'm saying, and as it relates to this whole release of the new uh, Wizard of Oz movie, which, you know, has been breaking records globally. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so brother. Like I, actually had the, I actually had the chance to, um, before we uh, left on our trip, I had a chance to sit down and watch that movie, which was very, very powerful. It's actually a, a story about how the wizard became who he was. But the yeah, whole concept okay. was, yeah. But the whole concept was. I didn't was, catch it yet. I yeah, did. It's, 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 it's I know you one. had your finger on the pulse of it even before the movie dropped. You know what I'm saying? And and to see the way that those particular events played out, I was wondering whether you know you had anything extra to conclude on. You know, to add on to that. Oh uh, yeah, the the, the movie um, was really about the witches. They were witches with with a certain type of magic, but the real magic came from the wisdom. 
the wisdom had the real magic was able to defeat the witches who used um, other elements outside themselves as far as concoctions uh, and all like that. So they went to the magic, yeah, the, but yeah, but, yeah, the, but the, who had who had the wisdom? The wizard. The wizard. That's the Moors. That's the pointed but, fed. That's the original it was, point. Yeah, it was it was the melanated family that helped out the wizard. Right, right. But they, but the whole, was, the whole the movie was is the levels of consciousness. You know what's yeah. hidden behind the screen. So what they were doing was what they were saying that the magic that the Illuminati uses is not like the magic that you might understand witches to use. Witches, the two witches, with the, it's the East and the, the West, I think it was those two witches, they represent, the witch yeah. they actually represent the melanated being. Whereas the wizard who used trickery, who used, um, like, computers, who used science to decipher what witchcraft was and used that, to actually project out fear on the two witches, he wasn't more powerful than them. He just was more clever than them. You understand? Yeah. So it was two types of magic going at each other, which you have now, it, with dealing with the Pope and dealing with politics. Okay? So there's a, there's a war, there's infighting going on all over the place because the Boston thing uncovered a lot of shit. The father came out and said, the nigga didn't do it. You're full of shit. You're lying. You got the wrong motherfuckers and all that. And, and the white people know this. Crackers know this shit. They know that it's a farce, okay? So now you got you got a lot of infighting going on with different organizations. As I said earlier, just look at the money. Just look at the two types of money you got. That right there shows you you got a war going on between two different entities. Mm. You're saying that the fact that the gold dropped, the... the uh, no, I'm saying that the was, fact was that... Gold and silver is U.S. Yeah. He's saying the US. fact that they have issued currency from two different places, that within itself is a conflict of interest. So they're showing you that one person, you know, is, is dealing with, you know, that dumbed-down currency, and the other is dealing with some actual fiat that has some value. You know what I mean? Yes. So right. just because so, one... You have the, you have the J.P. Morgan's. You have the Merovingians. The Merovingians is the first Illuminati family. They're the ones that's coming up with the paper currency, whereas the true currency, which is your skills, but you were able to transfer your skills for work of silver and gold for the healing properties and so forth. We used it heavily in all our food and wine and stuff when we traveled the seas. That's what we put into it to keep it fresh, to keep it clean. So silver was very important, and so was a lot of other stones and gems and so forth. But what the, the point of the whole thing is, is talking about the Wizard of Oz and the letting go of the Pope and the, the infighting between all of that, all the, the, the medias are battling with the, with the Popes and all these kind of different things going on, infighting, just like you see on the smaller levels, the same thing goes on on the higher levels. The only thing difference is there's one controller. There's one controller, and that controller controls what you see and hear. They have an organization just set up just for that. So all the fighting they do in the movies and all of this, telling you what's going on, the the, the, the Jews are prone to keep the knowledge of what's going on 
from you. They cover it up and hide it and all like that. So, but the, watch the Boston thing because there's a super scandal coming out of that one. Mm. So I hope I touched on some of that, some of what you uh, wanted to go in. Yeah, but remember the Pope. Same time he wanted to retire, here come this movie. Obvious what's what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Can you make the connection just just for people? The ruby red slippers on yeah. Dorothy represents the the products that he wears on his feet. You see, so if you look at the whole situation, especially if you, I recommend that you go check out the movie because the movie will pretty much explain everything that's actually going on as infighting as what's going on with the Pope and all these different things that's going on. It'll explain it very, very, very well. Um, it's very clear. Most of the movies are very clear these days. just have to know what you're looking for. The Evil Dead. The Evil Dead, if you want to know about the menstrual cycle, go watch The Evil Dead, the new joint. It's all about the menstrual cycle. Okay? So all of them have science in them because they don't spend millions of dollars just to entertain your ass. <laughs> Hell no. Look, I'm, I'm out here in Hollywood, and the Academy for Motion Pictures is called Arts and Sciences, okay? Yes. Of course. It's this enormous building in Beverly Hills called Arts and Sciences. That's uh-huh. what they're dealing with. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And so the magic so, yeah. comes through the sound, through the sound and the lightning division, which George Lucas runs. Well, mind so, control is, is is the key. The mind control is where uh, is what they want for most people. It's programming. Okay. White people have to feel a sense of comfort. So they'll go and say, hey, the guy, the cop, he did some killings and all that. We caught him in the house and burnt him up. Oh, but not before he left his ID outside. You understand me? Yeah. So they, they never caught him. You understand? So the media yeah, they never, has, gives them a sense of security. ID survived. Right. Come on now. It gives them a sense of now, security. Yeah. And they now need that security. The sloppiest, the sloppiest conspiracy that we've ever seen, you know, and I think that it's because more and more people have an open eye, it's harder to pull that wool over their particular eyes. So back well, in the, the days, you know what I'm saying? Well, the, the, the point I want to make is that um, they do so much evil that they need high security. The more secu- If you go into a building and they got a lot of security, that means they're really evil in there. That's what that means. High security means very evil. So white people need to feel a more sense of security because they're inherently evil. You understand me? So that's what that's really all about. You always see, oh, we caught the, we did this, we did a satellite, you caught him, we caught that one. Nigga, you ain't caught shit. What the hell you think you're talking to? All the fake so pictures. Saying, exactly. Yeah. So these are demonstrations or drills to basically reassure you know, these Caucasians, they're investors, you know what I mean, the ones who are under that spell to keep them, you know, comfortable. Like, we got this. Don't worry about it. Like, you know, this is this is how, you know, we're sending out drones to catch people now and, you know, this and this and that. Right, and there's only one true America, and that's, that's, that's the most. That is, that is, we are the true Americans, um, and, and, and I, I, know, I know I don't have to go through that bit of information, but... You, if, if we decided that this country is going to hell, where are you going? Harlem? Bronx? Okay? You are the true 
more on here. It ain't nothing. It ain't you. Ain't going back to no damn Africa. You ain't going back to no goddamn Mexico. None of that shit. You you are the more here. Yeah. Look, my my name is Moreland, so I already know where I'm at. Right. You know what I'm saying. And, and, and I think I talked about this before. All you got to do is study your computer. All that shit in your computer. Powerful shit. The, the 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 GUI, the this, the that. I can go through tons of that stuff. But to suffice it to say, there's only one damn law on the books for your computer, and that law is called Moore's, Moore's law. law. Moore's which law. Says, I put a, which says yeah. that technology will continue to advance. Every okay, and months, you and they cut that down. No, no, and you are the technology. Remember, the computer is designed after the black man, the human body. You right. are the computer, and Moore's Law says that the computer will continue to advance. That's you. Yep. Let's go to these callers, family. I don't want to um, cut anybody's wisdom. You're going in, but we got these hands up, and uh, I just want to give the, the family the chance to add on to the conversation tonight. So we're going to go to the 614-310. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Call the 614. Greetings. Greetings. How are you? Hi. Good. I'm Andrea calling from Ohio. And um, question, uh, peace, everyone, Azazel and um, Majid and Ms., um, Queen Bay and Dr. Bay, I mean Bay, King Bay. Peace. And the pills. <laughs> peace, goddess. <sighs> okay. Mm. Well, I had a question about um, the ones be gone. How often do you take those per day? What's the question? Well, uh, for um, Dr. Bay, um, worms be gone. How often do you take that per day? Um, you can take that um, twice a day. Um, actually, normally they take about two um, capsules, um, so four overall. And you okay. can actually boost that up to actually 12 if it's severe. Okay, gotcha. And as far as that um, um, Wizard of Oz movie, um I guess I don't know why didn't it end with the house landing on the witch? I, that was just my two cents on that one. It just they was all kissing in the back. I thought it should have ended with the house landing on the witch. That's what I thought. Well, well in the new movie, in the new movie, the new movie was the precursor to the the Wizard of Oz that um, that you see Dorothy in. So the, right. the, the house landing, the house landing would happen at the beginning of uh, the next the next movie they put out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It wouldn't be. In, what, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't have been in this last movie because this last movie really just showed you how the wicked witch turned turned wicked, which it was already in her heart. You know, when you see people who are wicked, it's in their heart, and when they go to the spirit world, they still damn wicked. Those become wicked spirits. So what? Okay, the part. Remember the part when they were looking, when they were supposed to destroy the wand. Yes. If you was looking for the wand to be destroyed, what that mean? That's the the wands always represent the the phallus. Wow. Yeah, the wands always represent the phallus. So, in in most of the movies, we call fairy tales or fiery Mm -hmm. tales. Uh, fire and air element, fiery tales or fairy tales, always use sexuality because that's 
why fairy tales were designed is to teach our young 